Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot and the days of old and time? Hello everyone, welcome to At The Movies, episode 9. The date is the 23rd of December and my name is John. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm James. Jimbo, James is back. Yep, James is back after a pretty big hiatus. Yeah, big, was it five or six months travelling? Yeah, in the fa- end? Fa- five months it was. Just uh, having a look around, seeing what, uh, seeing what's going on. Really. What's going on? Yeah, well, yeah. it's great to have you back, mate. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks I, for thanks for inviting me back. Oh well, yeah, you're straight back on. <laughs> yeah, yeah we were waiting for you to work. Uh, <laughs> the, fu- the funny thing is, I don't know if you were about to say it, John, but uh, anyone who's listening to the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, going to be a bit of a weird uh, setup because today, the 23rd, we'll, we'll see an episode drop, which we recorded like five months ago <laughs> before you went away. So it's like uh, if James's farewell episode, and now you're back on the same week that you farewell. Yep. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, it's great to have only been away for such a short period of time. <laughs> You've done so much though in that time. Yeah, so. just crammed it in. I felt like it's like time dilation, like I must have been on a spaceship or <laughs> yeah. something. And, um, it was a week for us, but it was like five months for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How like, did it? Uh, how did it go? You're you traveling. Yeah, it went really good actually. Yeah, just thought uh, get a bit of that out of the way, and then uh, well, yeah. while you're still young. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just thought it's, it's good to sort of get about, get a bit of uh, photography was was a good uh, driving point. Yeah, so yeah. it was nice to be able to look around some beautiful. Uh, locations have weird animals knocking about, weird people, weird humans knocking around. Mm. Take a few pictures. Bit of human safari. Bit of human safari yeah. in there. Yeah, it was good. Just, uh, yeah, well, we saw a lot of your photos from uh, from Thailand. It's a very nice work. It's very Thanks. good stuff. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, just weird shit going on over there. So try and record some of it and document it. Document yeah. it as best I could. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So uh, you're back, Jimbo. So we're back on the pod again. Uh, today we're talking about the Irishman, which is something that when I was listening to the old episode, we spoke about quite a lot. To be honest with you, oh, did we actually? Yeah, I think uh, back when we did the last pod, there was a news story that week about uh, the fact that Martin Scorsese was actually a bit worried about the uh, de aging effects. Oh, right, okay. Which uh, we'll get into as we talk about yeah. the film. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, we've had a bit of a, a bit of history with the Irishman before on the pod. Yeah, so, uh, I think it's been an anticipated film for a while. It, if I remember correctly, I'm sure. We weren't, we weren't exactly um, sure about it at that point, were we? Yeah, definitely. I, I had a few. We were uh, like, what, Netflix or the, the, well, get, pr- the Pretty much, we, we thought it was going to be like a, a, another, basically, Netflix film. But yeah, like Bird Box or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bird Box is all right, like, but I mean, Martin Scorsese getting involved with a Netflix production, it just seems a bit sort of, it got yeah. a limited release, didn't it, at the pictures? It did, yeah, but like I say, like, Martin Scorsese is the the big boss one, any kind yeah. of thing of cinema. Yeah. So, but 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 I, I think I've mentioned it to you before that like um, the only reason he did a Netflix film is because no other studio would buy it. Because like, the budget was that big. Because it was yeah. so huge that no one had um, no one had um, put them in it. Because it's de aging, it's got to be expensive, that hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it was. I think well, that's where exactly. most of the budget probably. And Netflix, of um, um, famously um, throw money at pretty much anything, don't yeah, they? So. More than you can shake a stick at. Yeah, I mean, it is a funny thing. Like in the past, uh, I'm sure a few years ago, like Spielberg had a bit of a pop about the current state of cinema, basically saying that it's ridiculous that he, he had to get like a, 
you know, is E1 what they're called? Like a new kind of studio. That, yeah, I've heard of E1. But they're a bit, just just in my opinion, a bit of a welfare studio kind of thing. You yeah. know what I mean? The, but he had to go to them to get like the last couple of his films made. Uh, that Bridge of Spies and stuff like that. They yeah. they funded that. Yeah. And I think he was Not making a comment. Film, it was okay once, yeah. But I think he was making a comment as if to say like, it's ridiculous that Spielberg, being who he is, has to go to a... Well, a small time yeah. studio like that to get one of his films made. Well, this is what I'm thinking. Like the, the, the likes of, like you say, Spielberg and um, Scorsese, um, who is, like you say, is the grandfather of cinema. He's like of yeah. modern he, cinema, yeah, hundred percent. Like literally every every studio should be just throwing money at him, but the only one who would is Netflix. It's crazy. To yeah. Think. Well, it is that it's that thing of like art v v money kind of thing. It's because more about money now. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. Scorsese's films never like famously don't make much money kind of thing. So I mean, a few of the last ones he did. I mean, Goodfellas is probably making a lot of money still. It is now, but at the time it came out, it, it was wasn't more like of a cult cool classic. Then, really. Yeah, it was kind of like a bit of people well, only, only uh, can see it on video kind of thing. Uh, maybe ones more modern ones than Wolf Wall Street was up did okay I think yeah, but I think it, his last film was Silence and that just kind of yeah. it was met with Silence wasn't yeah. It? yeah I mean I quite like it but I've not seen that's one of the only ones I've not seen yeah was that a Matthew Adam McConaughey? Driver again no uh, Adam Driver and Liam Neeson were oh, Portuguese uh, priests who go to Japan to try and missionary the sort of thing I've yeah, actually not seen that one. no I've not but I believe mm. it's quite miserable it's brutal yeah does it feel like a Martin Scorsese film when you're watching it then it does, but more along the lines of like uh, the Last Temptation of Christ. Right, I've never seen that one either. I feel like he has two kind of films that he does. He'll he's do. Religi- the, uh, he's always got a religious element, though. It's most of his films. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's very uh, Catholic heavy. A lot of his films. Yeah, like, yeah. That's his background, his history, probably. In it. Yeah. Was, yeah. But I feel like he has the kind of like the uh, the gang- mobster kind of films, but a bit like Wolf of Wall Street. He's not made. A, he's not made a mobster film since Departed, has he? Though. No, that's right. Yeah, well, this is the one, isn't it? The Irishman, yeah. 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 A, return, a return to the genre kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. A pretty big return as well. Yep, yep. Financially as well as... Length. Length. That had a length on it. I feel like I'm jumping ahead here, but Netflix. I, I was always a bit negative about Netflix. Yeah. Like, I think... The, the killing cinema. Yeah, I think uh, the format kills cinema. And I think a lot of the films they've been releasing have just been garbage. Mm-hmm. But... I've, I've kind of changed my opinion now. If they're going to give people like Scorsese this kind of money yeah. to make this kind of film that wouldn't 100%. happen otherwise, I'm all for There's it. There's a lot of productions, oh, a lot of original yeah. productions that they've done recently that have been acceptable. I mean, I'm, I'm jumping way ahead here, but I've, I've not even watched it yet. But you know, Dolomite is my name. Yeah. I've heard of that. I've seen uh, it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you watched it? Well, yeah. We can get into it later on then. Yeah. But I'm, I've been dying to watch that. And again, that's Netflix. Mm-hmm. And Eddie Murphy back on phone yeah. kind of thing. I've Uncle. always loved Eddie be Murphy. Quite a big so. cast as well. Snoop Doggy Dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, remind me later on, we'll, we'll have, yeah. a, have a chat about yeah. that. So, uh, But uh, before we do any of that, we'll have a quick bit of news if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just at the end of last week, I think it was, the trailer for Tenet or Tenet dropped. Tenet, I think it is. Tenet we're going with, yeah. The new uh, Christopher Nolan film, scheduled for a 2020 summer release. Uh, you guys both watched it. What did you think of the of the look of it? The trailer. The I'm, trailer. I'm, I'm very interested in myself because, like... I, I've, I've, you know, Inception. I think, I think it looks amazing. Like, well, every one of his films, I think, looks amazing. If I'm completely honest with you, and this one, it, it looks like it's going to have some effects in it, which are going to blow my mind, just like Inception. Did, yeah. Which is why I mentioned Inception before, because yeah. I think, like, you know, it blows your mind, doesn't it? Watching that thing, it's all so, going to be on film as well, probably. Exactly. If it's, if yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, and um, so, so I'm quite interested to see it just for that aspect. Mm. But um, I, I haven't got a clue what's going to be happening, but. We've been discussing, haven't we? Yeah. Um, some kind of theories as to what we think might. Yeah. Wow, okay. We'll, we'll chuck them out there. Now, now's yeah. the time to do it. So we're gonna just gonna say, like, 
from watching the trailer, I mean, you know, it's it's going to be if it's anything like Inception or um, Interstellar, yeah, it's gonna ha- it's gonna be a mind fuck. Or if it, even if it's going to be, you know, like um, I think it's going to be more along the lines of Memento, where, yeah, where back it's, it's time travel job in it, fuck mm, you up backwards that, in, time. That, in that kind of way. <laughs> I was hinting it maybe be- before you mentioned Nick that it said it's called Tenor, and the word Tenor is ten and Ten backwards. Yeah. I, 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 the, the way the way I've the thing I've got from that is that um, it's basically ten, and then um, it's obviously because it's ten backwards. Like it, 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 yeah, it's mirrored. It's like, so like, t- t- like time kind of yeah. going backwards in that. I, I don't know how, how they're gonna work. Judge by the trailer, what I'm gonna say is that he's passed some sort of test. The main character, who is Denzel Washington's son, is it? Yeah, I, I didn't realize this until you pointed, pointed it out. Yeah. Uh, John David Washington. I, I had no idea who was Denzel Washington's son. Yeah. I, sh- I should have guessed, really, shouldn't I, with the yeah, name? With the second yeah. name like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I'm I'm pretty sure he's his son anyway. Um, well, you're, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it is. I, I it checked, is. yeah. Oh, you double check. I fact checked that. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, it's, you know, it, his character seems as though he's signed up for some sort of weird shit and then chosen to withhold people's names, but you, you get killed. Yeah, and it seems like there might be two parallel time timelines. Well, what I got through that was kind of thing like it's the test whereby he thinks he's going to get killed. And it's he's, like, will you not. give the, will you give up the yeah. names? So he, he clearly mustn't do it. You've passed the test, sort of thing. So they like they kind of like fake kill him, and it's like yeah. you passed the test. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I don't know whether that is going to be the case. Yeah, it seems to me though that he's actually dead. But well, in the mean, secondary timeline, this I, is just my I, theory I, I, that um, that maybe he can now have access to the other timeline that hasn't happened yet maybe it's 10 minutes ahead or maybe it's 10 minutes behind but 10, see, 10 seems to be an important number i i, t- I took it or maybe not, he can see 10 minutes back I, in time well this is what i thought i didn't take it as like a different um kind of um parallel universe or anything yeah. like that or timeline i should put yeah it. i was just um, talking about I, the mirrored yeah, yeah like I, the way i i saw it was kind of like he actually did die that guy was actually asking for information um but because he didn't give up information like he, uh, I don't know. Um, he, he passed the test. Yeah, so that's yeah. what I think. Yeah. Um, like the test he, was he, he passed the test, as it were. And um, I don't know. I, I think. I think either they've got technology to rewind time mm. so they can see it. But at the end of the trailer, it shows someone kind of flying out of a door towards little Washington. <laughs> um, and and he, he seems shocked by it. So I don't know if he's aware <clears throat> that it's happening. Or there were some bullet holes yeah. in a in a window, and he was saying, "Oh." So this has already happened or it's not happened yet yeah I, I, I don't know if like that they're, they're aware when it's going to reverse yeah. time or not I, I don't even so maybe i don't know maybe he'll have a special power because he's somehow able to see into the um, future or whatever if, if, if i'm honest with it being a christopher nolan film i'm gonna go on a out on a he limb. likes different dimensions shit though doesn't well, he? i'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's not a power yeah i know I'm not saying that, I'm just using that as a sort of word. But in a lot of his other films, Memento is about time, it's left and right, it's two things. He's obsessed with time. He's obsessed with time. But I love time travel stuff, so why wouldn't I be? Yeah, but but Um, even like Dunkirk had a weird time element to it and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, like there were three interweaving storylines and Mm. one took place over the course of an hour, one was over the course of a day and one was over the course of a week. Do you remember that at all? Yeah, 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 I do. uh, Brilliant. Excuse me. You'd see a character in one story that you've already seen in another one because like... It's a week later, and they're doing something different, yeah, kind of thing. That's cool. Yeah. That's a really interesting way of interweaving timelines. Yeah. But I think usually, I mean, that was three. That was an example of three. But usually, it seems to be two, doesn't it? 
um, with Inception, it's the dream world and the normal worlds. There's two there. Yeah. Uh, but even with, even with Inception, it went like... Dream within, within a dream. A dream within, within a dream. dream. Like, you could have layers of it, will not they? Like, yeah. Uh, and then going back to Interstellar, that was sort of... It was two again, yeah. but then again, it probably could have been more as well. You had like the one little fella left up on the ship. And yeah. And they were down he, on the he planet. Went, he was old by the time they got back. Yeah, he? like 30 years later, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But I'll uh, just throw it out there. I think this Tenet or Ten A is a secret Men in Black film from what we we're just saying. Uh, Seems that way. You have to give up your identity and stuff to, to become part of this kind of yeah. a- agent group. Mm-hmm. To become part of the afterlife. Has anybody yeah. seen the new MIB four or whatever it is? Yeah, we, we spoke about it on the last uh, podcast. <laughs> I, I don't think I, I haven't seen the newest one. Oh, I, I think I spoke. Oh, about I think you it. spoke about it. I was just saying it's garbage. Yeah, Men, I Men can in Black International. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not crazy. Yeah, rubbish. Yep, rubbish. It's not even got Will Smith in it, has it? No. no. Or Agent. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee, a- no. Agent Tommy Lee Jones. Agent Tommy Lee <laughs> got him in it. <laughs> it's not no, worth it's, uh, it. Chris Hemsworth. And is that is that Thor or is that yeah, Thor's Thor's brother? Brother. yeah. And it's also the the woman she's from Thor uh, Ragnarok as well. Yes, yeah, going to be Eddie now. I can't think of a name. Honestly, my memory recently. Is no, to be honest, with you, I can't to, remember a name. I think maybe you've had some disease happen in your brain. I've got some like something affecting my memory. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been affected by any of the issues? Is it, ta- is it like Tara or something? <laughs> She was in Westworld as well. I feel like it begins with what, what does she look like? Is she older or younger? Is she one of the main women from Westworld? No, she's one of the uh, corporate people. Oh, I think... Is she the one who's like can kill people with her thighs? No. <laughs> she's one of the more boring people, to no, be honest. That's uh, pretty boring. But yeah, I can't think. When I've been in loads recently. Sure it's like no. Tara or something like yeah. that. Something like she was like uh, Creed's girlfriend in, in the Creed films as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. But yeah, so ten, ten A or Tenet? What, what, what are we going? I with, think sorry? it's called Tenet, mate. It, I, I presume. I think so. like from, from what you. I've never heard of Ten A before. From what we're saying, because yeah. because it's kind of ten and then ten backwards. I think it's got to be Tenet. And I'm pretty sure yeah. someone in the trailer says Tenet. I'm sure they do. Yeah, we're saying that somebody actually mentions the word, don't they? And I could. I, I, like, I've got, got a special a word times. for you, you know. And I goes, thought. What? See, I I thought he said ten. See, it could just be ten, and like. You know, like in seven, you have the number seven with it. Maybe the title. it's called ten. Maybe it's just called ten. <laughs> ten, but 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 ten, like maybe ten seconds, like it's maybe ten minutes or ten seconds or yeah. ten hours. That kind of reverses yeah. something. It seems like you know ten's I mean? an important thing. You know what I mean? Maybe it's just like ten minutes, ten seconds, ten hours, or something that kind of reverses yeah, or something. That's and it looks as though there's, there's people driving down a motorway and there's a car that flips upside down and then it starts flipping the other way and start yeah. and there's a car driving backwards as if maybe it was driving the other way before. So I think there might be a couple of timelines going on that seems yeah. interesting. I like time travel stuff anyway. I'm I'm very interested to see this Have you one. seen the Michael C. Hall time travel film? Oh uh what's, what's it called? That's, that's the question, isn't it? Can't think now. Yeah, it was a I, Netflix original. It was oh, interesting. It, oh, I don't think I've seen it then, though. No. Really yeah, interesting. I, I like Michael C. Hall from Dexter. See, I like him from that. I, mean, I remember watching... And it's... Um, going off on a bit of tangent, like, I, I, I watched him on... In Lenny Dexter. Kravitz's daughter. I, 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 well, I watched him it? in Dexter. I watched him in that um, Six Feet Under. Yeah. He was great yeah. in there. Yeah. And I, I, there was a film he did not long after Dexter. In fact, I think he might be during Dexter called Gamer. Oh, God. Well, I yeah, watched I believe Gamer that's awful. just because Michael C. Hall was in it. Yeah, I was I'll give him, give it a try. Apparently that's terrible. That, that's the only reason I watched it. Yeah. To be fair, he was okay. Then, to be honest, it's just Michael Hall's a good actor. He was probably he overcame, he, he, he overcame cancer during his role yeah, as he Dexter. Did, he, did. he did, yeah. Um, Great he, guy. He's probably the only like the only good bit about Gamer, really. But yeah, never seen it. No, I mean, watch it for him, if nothing else. But for him, it's interesting. There's a character in that film called Rick Rape. 
and brilliant. I brilliant. You can imagine what his pastime is. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's what his interest is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, so uh, just final thing on uh, on Tenet, the I'm a bit wary of him repeating himself. It just looks a bit too Inception-ish. similar to Inception-ish. Yeah. Inception-ish. <laughs> yeah. It looks a bit too similar to Inception for me. Uh, I mean, almost to, as if he's covering the same ground again. You know I what mean, I mean, to be like, fair, like when when I saw everything that was going on with like the t- reverse time and stuff, the first thing I thought was this fe- feels very. Yeah, I thought that as well. But to be honest with you, I'm interested in that area. So but scrape the fucking I, bone. I, I, the thing is, clean. I don't. I don't think he's ever really put out a bad, a bad piece, has he? No, that's it. I mean, apart from the Dark Knight world. trilogy. I mean, See, I, I, I like I mean yeah, they're not bad. I mean, this, this, this is the thing. I, yeah. I, I really, I'm not a fan. I've, I'm sure you, you're aware. Sure, yeah, yeah. I think I've fought to, tooth and nail to not get that. Um, <laughs> na- na- comic book uh, not, not to get um, <laughs> named number one comic film in the century or what have you. <laughs> yeah, and, people uh, love the Dark Knight, but, don't they? But, but I know it, um, it, a lot of people are a fan of him. So yeah, fair t- enough. Like, they must have of, some sort of. Yeah. They must have some sort of. So, so, so yeah. as far as I'm concerned, he's he's not part of. No, he's not. Nope. I just think I don't want being like super picky here, but I think he, I think he thinks he's like the new Stanley Kubrick or something. Mm. Just a lot. Of to be honest, he is a snob. You know, he's a bit of a again, snobby I, bastard. I don't he only shoots on film. That's like, much I will yeah. never, I will never shoot on any digital thing. Exactly. Like Martin Scorsese has done it, pal. I'm sure you can. Exactly. I, I think he thinks for himself. He thinks he's, I'm the I think Kubrick. he's higher than. Yeah, he thinks he's Kubrick or, yeah. or uh, Alfred Hitchcock or someone. No, I think it's, I loved, it, loved all his films. I think he's great, but yeah. I just think he's got cards on himself. But to be like the new cute egotistical bastard, uh, probably. But like, he's probably a great guy. Like, but no, I don't think he is. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's probably an absolute twat. But I just think to be like the new Kubrick, Kubrick's films are so like diverse. You know, he did like did like a horror film, and he did a sci-fi epic, and he did like a a period uh, drama. All of Nolan's films are really quite similar in how they look, kind of thing, mm. and they have, they have similar like subjects. It, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So I think he should do a horror film or something. You know, do a sh- do a, his version of The Shining or something. You know, yeah. uh, have you seen the follow? Is it the following? I've actually got it on DVD. The, the following, yeah. That was really interesting. It's cool. And that was all filmed with amateur actors over yeah. the weekends, all in black and white. I think it was like black and white. I don't even think it was thirty-five. I think it was. A, it was a, black and white. Like, it was. Yeah, a, it was a. It looked square from what I remember. I think it was quite a small. Couple um, of interesting things for you from the following. There's one bit where they go to uh, the main guy's called Cobb. And DiCaprio mm. and Inception's called Cobb, and they're both thieves. Yeah. So, like, a uh, bit of a. They've got some sort of. He's referenced himself yeah, in Inception. Foreshadowed that. Yeah. And uh, there's one bit where they go to his apartment, and he's got a big Batman logo on the door. Mm. And this is oh, way before he had, you know, got, got touted to do a, a Batman film. Yeah, that's thing. strange. So, oh, yeah, yeah. He's always had a bit of a soft spot for the Batman. For the Batman, yeah. Mm. Maybe he only got the gig because he put that Batman logo in there. <laughs> 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 I, I don't think that many people have seen that film. It's not, not his biggest film, is it? Probably. No, it was his first, was it his first nah, one. No, it wasn't. He'd already made done, some done a couple of other ones, films, like. and then did this as a project, I think. Yeah, he, he did following, then did Memento right after that, and obviously Memento right. blew up, then it's it kind yeah. of thing. But so. I think he was already quite a famous director before he did uh, following yeah yep so uh, on a on the hypometer what are you giving uh, the Tenet trailer out of five oh, it's five. high as it can go I think I, mean, I, I, won't, I won't give it a five just yet because I, I, as with you I'm, I'm a bit weary I'm slightly weary about it do you mean wary that's, that's what I meant <laughs> <laughs> a bit wary yeah 
weary, weary. It doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, I'm a bit we- a weary a bit. Weary. Oh, my God. You've got me thinking now, <laughs> I think weary now, means tired and weary means You've got me thinking. Cautious. Right, you've, you've, you've made me lose my place. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry Pat. Um, Maybe you meant weary and you're just tired of Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> could potentially be that. Maybe I did. Maybe I did, yeah. A bit weary. Um, so so I'll, I'll, give it, I'll give it a four, though. I'll give it a four. For now, are we yeah. trying to predict what 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 we're going to give it? No, we see well, it? you can do, but I'm just thinking more like I'll talk right now. What's the hype? What, yeah, how hype. I'm, to watch I, I'd say it's the most uh, the film I'm looking forward to most next year. I'll go with a that Ford. I know about. So you said yeah. five, then yeah, yeah. I'll go with a Ford, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you for why. I'll, I'll tell you why. <laughs> Robert Pattinson's wardrobe in the film is very dubious. He's very flamboyant and stuff in this film. Okay. Not 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 a fan of his look. Have you seen it at all? Got like bleach blonde hair and he's wearing these like big scarves and stuff in it. But like he was in like a uh, happy place. Happy place. Is that is that what it is? I don't know. What it's called. <laughs> I will Pattinson say though, film. Robert Patterson seems to be like he's good he's, time. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Happy place sounded right to me in my head. A lot more. It looks like DiCaprio from Inception, but after a style makeover, he's got mm, like cream yeah. suits on and these big like. Flamboyant scarves and bleach. Big fan hair. of Robert Pattinson, though. I was going to say, yeah, I will yeah, say like, at the moment, like I've he, watched he, two he, films he, with he him. Seems, in. He seems to be at the like Recently. the peak of his career because yeah. he's obviously like Batman now. He's uh, he's in this. He's in the Lighthouse. Yeah, yeah, um, the Lighthouse. And he's, he's doing a lot of big films at the one moment. One film so. I watched, and I can't remember the name of it. It was a Netflix one, as always, and it was diabolical. It was a sci-fi one where people uh, had to be on this spaceship and like procreate or High whatever. Life. Could it's it, called High Life. It was awful. See, I've, I've not watched it yet, but I've heard people saying that's the worst film ever and other people saying it's the best film ever. You know, it's one of them no, that no, really no. splits people. It's not the worst film ever, but it's definitely not the best film ever. It's, it's a piece of shit. So it's not the worst <laughs> film ever, but it's like, it's worth watching, but only if you like pieces of shit. Um, <laughs> like, uh, it looks quite pretentious. The cover of the DVD is like, ah, oh, Pat's his the, hand. The film is the very, it thinks it's, the film thinks it's something that it's like not. 2001 or something. Yeah, like, it, yeah, it very much is inspired by uh, Kubrick yeah. stuff. It should just be itself, be a bit fun. Uh, be like... Um, like like sunshine or uh, moon or one of the most more interesting uh, sci-fi yeah. films. It was shit, um, <laughs> but you, you, I also uh, the lighthouse, massive fan of that. Well, you've watched it, haven't you? Yep, I've been, I've been dying to watch it. I think uh, I mentioned earlier that I think I put it on my top five most anticipated films for this year. And they keep on pushing it back, so we've got to, I've got to wait now until yeah. 2020 to actually watch it. We've moved around the, uh, the world, I've been able to see it in places like, yeah, I can't yeah. watch it in England yet. Oop. So yeah, uh, I'm a chat about that later, if you don't yep. mind, I meant to give that a mention. But uh, I think that's all I've got for news, really. Are you okay to jump into the main film? By all means, yeah. Let's do it. Okay, The Irishman is directed by Martin Scorsese and stars uh, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. And uh, Nick, have you got a synopsis there? I have. A mob hitman recalls his possible involvement with the slaying of Jimmy Hopper. Short and sweet, perfect. Short and sweet. And here's a clip. Can you believe this weather, Frank? Huh? It's 85 degrees outside. Perfect. Hey, Tony Jack. Jimmy. People freezing to death in New York. And look at us. Hey. Why we don't live here all year round is what I want to know. Beautiful. It's summer. What? It's summer. People aren't freezing to death in New York. It's summer. 
Okay, that was The Irishman. Uh, right, what did you guys think of this film? It's it's definitely a lengthy one, but I... I, I That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 I don't know, I, I didn't even really feel it that much, the, the length, because... God, it's just because of what you said there. That's what, that's what she said. <laughs> every, every, everything I'm saying now just doesn't feel quite right. Do you right, feel as though... I d- no, it, it, I, I didn't exactly feel like it was that long of a film no. because I, I was enjoying every second of it and, and like the story was amazing. Like yeah. Getting involved in that, it just it felt incredible um, following that j- journey kind of thing. It's funny you mention that because I've got, like a, I've got a page full of notes here. And at no point have I put a note about the length. <laughs> I've not, not even thought. <laughs> Three about hours and thirty thing. minutes is a long Three one. Three and a half hours. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's worth mentioning. Uh, like, there's been a lot of things online. I think Inman put one. Uh, Sam for podcast listeners. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Inman put a thing in the group a while ago saying like, if you want to watch it as a miniseries, here's how to do it. Yeah, yeah. And like, it broke right. it up into four parts. So where to pause it when yeah, you're ready exactly or whatever. Where, where to cut off that makes stuff. sense. But would you guys ever do that? Do you think it doesn't? Or? I don't think it's necessary really. I think you can you, uh, just devote the time to it and just just do it and do it in one sitting if you can. You can stop halfway through and have a, have a way or whatever. But yeah, you see, I did that. I watched only one go, but. I normally would not condone breaking a film up. No. But I feel like if you're going to do it with one film, this would be the film to do it with. Yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Okay. But again, it's unnecessary because it's, it doesn't feel like three and a half hours long. But just the fact as well, the way like it cuts between areas and stuff. That was one of my only criticisms of it, really because of the, we'll, go, we'll talk about it in some more detail in a minute um, with the, the de-aging and stuff. I, although it looked amazing and it completely forgot about it, uh, by halfway through the film, you don't less than that. You don't even think about oh the the, the CGI it looks that good, but it's it doesn't tell you what I know, I know what, what area you're what in. area you're in. And there's some parts I'm like, well, am I supposed to, am I supposed to look at Robert De Niro now and think oh he's he's sixty or is he seventy or is he fifty or forty? Or but I quite like that. Like uh, it could be easily really confusing because I'm sure there's like four timelines in this yeah, film. And it, it, yeah, and I think. Personally, it was a little bit confusing just on that. Well, that's the thing. It's not even a case of it being like a... A different actor playing the person of a different era or well, with, with prosthetics. When, when things are in order. In chronological yeah. order, yeah. So it's not even a case of it being in, in chronological order because you start off with him, I think, in the third timeline. Yeah, yeah. so he's quite old, old already, old, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, they're doing like that road trip thing. Yeah. They driving is that, that's, the last, that's the last era, isn't it? The road no, trip. the last era is when he's in the wheelchair. Of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. It's like but, the uh, second to last one. He's, 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 he's old, but he's not... Not that old. He's not yeah. You know, what, what's it called like the, in an old people's home sort yeah, of yeah, yeah. oh and just to clarify there will be spoilers on this as well so uh, yeah. <laughs> if you don't want to know who killed Jimmy Hoffa stop listening <laughs> <laughs> about now <laughs> yeah. yeah but it's just uh, I'm sure it starts with that with that era where yeah, they're driving because the they're driving and they go oh that's that that's that place that we used to go to yeah that's right yeah then it jumps back to the first timeline that is, it, is that when when he, when he meets um, Joe Pesci? I think yeah, there's actually right, a timeline yeah. before that, really, though, like the World War II there timeline. There actually is, yeah. You, you get to that later another on. era, yeah. But I think that it's handled so well that it just it flows so it's naturally. With I, never really, I never really questioned the timeline. Well, I didn't the, question I, the timeline. I, I, I didn't feel like I needed to know what kind of era it was in. It kind of was important, though. I, I mean, where who who is already dead? Who Who is he about to kill now? I think it was important that the... 
I don't know because like as you see, I'd, when, like they, they did a thing in there where like as you meet people, they tell you when they die yeah. and how they die. So like, like it didn't really bother yeah, me that I, like I people weren't that. there because I just assumed most the text people that were came dead up on the screen. Freeze frame with the text. Yeah, shot three times in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shot three times in the face in 1981 or whatever. So like when I was in a different era and like one guy wasn't there, it didn't really bother me because I was like, well pretty much everyone you've met is dying at some some point in yeah. some weird and wonderful way. So it didn't really yeah. bother me that they weren't there in certain timelines. Kind of jump in there. Like I've got two, there are two things in the film that confused me a little bit. And one of them is a timeline issue. And it's only because there's a bit where it jumps from like the, his daughter being quite young to being put to the, in the next To being rogue from X-Men. Exactly. She's been, pe- yeah. been played by Anna Paquin. And I was like, is that meant to be his daughter? Like, I, I, at first <laughs> I was like, oh, because uh, he didn't look that different kind of no, thing that, yeah. that's what confused she's me she's like 40 I mean, years old the de-aging <laughs> was an incredible effect and a, a very expensive effect unnecessary probably yeah they could have used different but, actors well, while we're talking about the de-aging I'll just the thing the, 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 the de-aging brings up one of my only qualms with the film uh, and, and, is it and, the contact lenses in Robert De Niro's eyes see I don't, I don't know what it what was but, but for some reason Robert De Niro's eyes didn't look right there I think t- it's because he's supposed to be Irish that they give him blue eyes they give him blue contact oh is that what it is ruined it yeah yeah, yeah literally yeah. I, the, whole, the whole film I, 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 I couldn't take my eyes off his eyes maybe um, that's what they were going for look at the eyes look no, into the eyes maybe, not around but, the eyes because it, you won't I, see the special effects no yeah <laughs> yeah but, but I don't know I just I just I, I, I couldn't um Get my yeah, eyes off it. Like it, it was, he's always got brown eyes. Robert De Niro's got brown eyes. But maybe he's supposed to be an Irishman, and he so maybe that yeah. was what it was. Well, maybe, the Irishman. I don't know what his name was now, but I think he was. May, maybe that's or, what it was. Maybe because like I'm used to him having brown eyes. I just could, I, I I was. And they didn't look realistic blue. They looked kind of like a I don't know, cat's eyes think. blue. Yeah, they very much stood out to me. The yeah, eyes. Yeah, me too. I've got to admit, it never really bothered me. But I mean, they are noticeable. The, yeah. the blue eyes. But it didn't bother me now. But it's something to be aware of. But that's a funny thing that I've just thought of that. I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but De Niro is like I imagine um, Italian. Italian, yeah, yeah. Like Italian. He's, yeah. he's basically an Italian pretending not to be an Italian in this film, isn't he? But I'm sure that in Goodfellas he wasn't Italian either. I know he is Italian, but I'm is sure is he actually? I don't know. I mean, because he can't get made in Goodfellas. Yeah, and John Pesci can't. you have to be of, of bloodline or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. So I, think, I don't think. But he's I don't Italian think Al Pacino. I don't think he's Italian either. No. Was it in real life? In or? real life, yeah, oh, yeah. Right. yeah. But also in Casino. I don't think it is Jewish in, in Casino. Yeah. So it's like a, <laughs> the Italian actor never plays Italian. This kind of yeah. thing. Is it Philip Graham who is the uh, the Jewish guy in the, in this film? Oh, was it Stephen Graham? Stephen Graham, sorry, he plays Tony Pro. Yeah, well, I love that actor as well. I think oh, he's he, great. even though I don't he's, know his name, he's but such I, a cool I, I he, character. yeah, a great English character. I think he's, is he from Liverpool. He's definitely from the northwest. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he's, an English, he's a northern English actor. Great. I've seen him in a few things. But yeah, he's, first been, he's worked with Martin Scorsese before in. Um, um, the Departed. No, he was in um, Gangs of New York. Oh, oh, he was, course, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. Because that film was so long ago now. It's quite, yeah. a, quite an early film uh, from um, Stephen Graham's point of view That's as well. I mean, yeah, like 2001 now. He really it? only came into his own. In my, well, I only really knew about him after uh, This Is England, really. I was like say This Is England 2000s. was the point where I kind of learned about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So he's I, been I've going a while. I wouldn't have thought that, but like Stephen Graham is a great actor, isn't he? And he's been going he's along a fantastic yeah, actor. Worked like, with Mike Scorsese a few times. I don't think I've ever seen a performance of his which I've not absolutely. Combo loved. in This Is England was my first time I ever saw him acting in a film, and uh, that was scary. That 
he played Billy Bremner in The Damned United, which is like a, a film yeah. about Leeds United. He was yeah. great in that as well. Like, yeah. The Damned United. Yeah. I'll be honest, yeah. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen a performance of his. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to remember some of the things I've seen him in yeah. at the moment. He's but, in the new Christmas Carol but, film that's going to be yeah. on in the next couple of days. Oh. As well. I've, I've, I've never... Um, With Guy Pearce. I'll be honest, that's not a film, that's a series. The first episode... Sorry, it's a series, The first episode was last night. Have you seen it yet? No, but I was going to watch it. What what, what I was going to say is, um, there's not a single piece of his performance that I've ever disliked. I've always... like Even if the film is utter trash... I can always look at his performance and go, "That is that is yeah. amazing." He's yes. done a class job there, like, and I, I've, the same applies to this film as well. He's done an amazing job. Like. He is great in this. Like, I think all the performances are really good. Like him, Al Pacino, like makes Jimmy Hoffa so likable, kind of thing. That yeah. that's really good. De Niro's obviously class in the main part, but like, I think Joe Pesci is probably the best of best of all of them. 100 percent. Just because he's of been the, away for so long, exactly been away for so long. But the part he would normally play, like in Goodfellas, oh casino, why you go get your fucking shot about that? Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's so like uh, why you motherfucker you? He's like a proper like almost psychopath in here. Yeah, like, he usually kind of plays a small man syndrome guy. Yeah, but in this one, he's so understated, kind of thing, and mm. he just plays it perfectly. Him and Harvey, Ke- I think Harvey Keitel's character was a bit redundant in it. Well, I sorry, forgot, I forgot he was in it. Yeah, yeah. I feel as though his. The actor Harvey Keitel was underused, but it was nice to see him in the film. I do like Harvey Keitel. Yeah, I've not seen him for a while now, but yeah. uh, just apart one, from one... that bloody advert on TV. Oh god, yeah, the, the uh, wolf advert, the insurance advert. Yeah, it, when he plays the wolf at a pulp fiction. Yeah, yeah. If, if 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 you don't have this advert in England, literally, he plays the same character as he does in uh, Pulp Fiction, the uh, Mr. Wolf. But he's like a car insurance thing, and it's pretty cringy. I think it's I'm sure it'll di- be on YouTube. Line into it, I think. Yeah, direct line advert. Yeah, direct yeah. fucking line. <laughs> but uh, like one bit, like in terms of the Joe Pesci performance, he seems really bothered in the film about the fact that the Nero's daughter doesn't like him. Do you know what I mean? By I that, like that. that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just a, a little human touch that yeah. he puts in there. Yeah, and they're bowling alley, aren't they? And he's like, "Come on, come over here, kid. Come over yeah, here." He's trying to talk. To I him. always, always imagine because he looks a bit de-aged. It's, it's the same era he would have been like um, Home Alone, where, where he, like, yeah. he flashes his gold tooth to Macaulay Culkin's character. The, the, wet, the wet bandits in the film. The wet one, bandits, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it reminds me of that sort of era, and it's, it was nice to see them all kind of looking themselves in a way, and the yeah. CGI, the, the, the de-aging is incredible. Just quickly, if we go into this, it's an, an interesting array of cameras that they used for that. Uh, I think it was two uh, Ari Alexa cameras and one red. I can't remember the name of it now, but it's uh, it's, a, it's a more of a small sized one. They wanted to try and minimize the size of the rig because of the weight worked on the gimbals and the ball uh, the, the ball head things. Um, they called it the Hydra because it had three heads. Basically, two cameras on the on the on either side. They're called witness cameras because they're the ones that see the. Uh, the, the the prosthesis that they add the to the characters, the, the uh, reference points, and they also put like um, a, a special kind of paint on there that in order for the computer to register, you know, yeah, uh, the uh, info for the uh, yeah, the, the it must it must be very complicated, and it seems like they've made like an amazing rig for it. And there's pictures online you can Google it, you can see what it looks like, and it does look like a serious piece of things and wires. It looks like a robot. Yeah, well, we were saying earlier, weren't we? They only use that for the digital effects only for the de-aging everything else was shot on 35 millimeter film yeah, yeah. but they like they use like different lenses and stuff to, re- to reflect the different areas of the film and stuff yeah like well that. they use different cameras and different well i think uh, i'm not sure whether they use different films but they definitely use different um uh, digital cameras to try and replicate and try and um 
clone a uh, a particular film stock that was used years ago to, to try and get to make it make it yeah, yeah real era specific sort of thing. Just one thing on that as well with the de aging. Uh, have you guys watched the In Conversation uh, thing on Netflix? The little half an hour chat with Scorsese. I've stuff? not, no, actually. No, oh, you yeah. guys will love it. That's really good. It's Pacino, De Niro, and Pesci. Sat down with Scorsese, just talking to the camera about oh, that. Yeah. Kind of thing. Oh, I need to oh, see this. I, I love watching stuff like that, so I'm yeah. definitely interested in watching that. And yeah. they mentioned on there like that the, the de aging technology you just mentioned, they did it that way. Because the only other way to do it would be to have those those ping pong balls stuck all over the face yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Nobody wants that, do they? Yeah, and, and so Scorsese says like if we did that, any kind of acting would just go out the window because yeah. you can't act opposite. It's like doing a computer game so, actor. It's, it's, so, it's so, sorry for my ignorance, but how, how exactly did they do it on this one? The like three camera technique. The, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so like they, like they there, don't, there was no like you don't have to balls. put anything on the faces for it. No. The only thing you know they did is use they used a couple of reference points on on, on a few of the. the it was like makeup on it. It was mainly like paints. Like yeah. a, like a was, was it like was it like standout paints? I'm like, not sure whether it's something that you know, like, like big grey splodges or something. I don't think it, I'm not sure. I don't, think it, I don't think it stood out that much. It would be ultraviolet that. ink or something yeah. like oh, that. Really? Or, or, okay. or infrared sensitive. Something that the camera can see that you, the human eye couldn't maybe. And like the whole point of it was that he said that it didn't, like if we were acting now together and we had ping pong balls in our face, he was saying like you just can't take it, no. you can't sit there 100%, and act yeah. a scene and take it seriously. Yeah. So we wanted it as natural as possible. So that that they would have probably had a bit of makeup on to yeah, like yeah, that yeah. they could later change digitally actors were actors are notorious for wearing makeup aren't they well I think there's bits in this film where it's not even like an aging technology I'm sure there are bits where like especially the old age practical stuff, stuff I yeah. think it's just makeup yeah, you know, like, yeah. it seemed like, that way where, where Robert De Niro's in a wheelchair at exactly, the end of the yeah. film I, I guess with like it, the, it will be it will I guess be with the, age, the aging scenes were making him look a bit older it's yeah like, they probably would maybe a, a hell of a lot easier to with, do makeup with that probably would have done makeup he already looks old it's more de-aging that was a problem yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying like de-olding is I mean re-olding that's not a problem in the older scenes it's probably just easier just to kind of Practical um, put, put a bit yeah. of white paint in his hair, um, put a few wrinkles with makeup yeah. on. Yeah. It, it costs and he's already, he already looks, I mean, De Niro's. I mean, how old is he now? We're all in the 70s now, aren't we? I know, but, yeah. I know, but when, when he was old, he looked a lot older than he even Yeah, but they, life, they maybe would, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, I imagine they probably would have used practical effects more for the old stuff, but the young stuff, no, that's what they I'm needed saying, to. Yeah. What did you think about the bits where Robert De Niro was, uh, I thought this was a pretty cool scene. It's like, World War Two, Robert De Niro's supposed to be like late twenties, early thirties, and he's like, I never understood why they keep digging. And he's talking about these yeah. two Nazi officers that are digging their own graves, and oh, then yeah. he, he he goes, yeah. come come on then, and he they, they get up out of the grave and he just pops Shoot them, them straight pops away. them into the grave. I mean that is the thing, isn't it? Like a uh, brutal, a thing I've seen on World War Two documentaries uh, on that kind of subject, where like. In, in all the concentration camps, the Nazis would make like the uh, prisoners just bury, uh, dig their own graves. Yeah, and you just think, why? Why, why do you do it? Why do they do it? <laughs> I know it's obviously very easy for me to say that. Of course, I've never been under that. I've never had a. a, 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 a but if you've got to die, try to fight, fight, fight yeah. your way out. Or of, just say it? fuck off. You're digging my grave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do some work. Yeah, yeah. you can fucking dig my grave. You <laughs> um, I mean, may, maybe it's a fact that they're thinking like, if I do this, maybe they'll think, oh, he's, oh, he's, he's yeah, useful, yeah. and this I, grave is useless now. So no, no, maybe they think, oh, well, he's he's quite useful. We'll. Uh, We'll use him for digging other people's graves. <laughs> I'm a really good grave digger. I'll do all I these. Mean, I mean, I don't know. I've never, like you say, I've never been in that kind of situation. No, but maybe, 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 not, maybe no. it's more about um, 
preserving your own life as opposed to a kind of trying to fight the man as it were. I know what yeah. you mean, yeah. I think you're in that situation. But that was that was an interesting scene, I thought. That's the only World War Two scene in the whole film, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. I was hoping for there to be a little bit more because I saw a screenshot of Robert De Niro wearing like an army helmet and I thought that maybe that, that there might be some more. To it. Yeah, because it's, I think maybe, maybe especially it was... with, with um, uh, Martin Scorsese, in a lot of his films, he has flashbacks to World War Two. Uh, Shutter Island, where Leonardo DiCaprio's like, character is shown as a maybe Dachau. it's going to be like a five-hour film, and um, they have to get rid of all <laughs> them scenes. Potentially, I, bet, I, bet, I, bet, I guarantee he probably has like five hours of film. He'll release a director shot in. Uh, um, it's a week long, yeah. which is a week long film. <laughs> <laughs> Just on the de aging thing, like I think the de aging works really well. I've got no complaints with it. The only thing, nothing to do with the effects, though. The only, the only issue I've got is that. There are points where they still look like really old men because when they kick because oh of the posture God. and stuff like and that. And because like. when when Robert De Niro's character is kicking the shit out of some guy, he gets dragged out of a bakery. Or something, yeah, and he's just like, oh, oh, it's like he's just dropped his Zimmer frame. Really, uh, Elliot mentioned this in work, and he, he was saying everyone oh, I've spoke to about this film has mentioned yeah. it. My oh. mate. He spoke I was I was it. watching one of those American chat shows. I think it might have been Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy One of the Jimmys. <laughs> and um, Scorsese was on there and um, they were talking about um, Al Pacino um, where he had to kind of stand up out of his seat really fast. Hello! Um, <laughs> where he had to stand up out of his seat really fast. And um, like the camera guy, I think, said to Scorsese, like, it looks like an old person standing. Yeah, trying to get up. So, so, so I said, like, I think, I think Scorsese said that, like, um, people, like, behind the scenes were kind of, like, going, like, I'm not telling you, tell him. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then, like, like, saying to, because obviously this is the first time Scorsese has actually worked with Alpacino. never worked with Alpacino. Um, you'd think, so, I mean, so, if you didn't so, know about so, films, you'd think, oh, yeah, they've worked together all No, time. exactly, yeah, but um, obviously, like, um, like, so people are there saying to Scorsese, like, no, no, you fucking tell him, like, can you tell? You know what I mean? Because this is this is a this is a big actor. Yeah, the, like, the actor yeah. of that generation. No, exactly. Kind of thing, He's massive, uh, and and like people are terrified. Fuck's sake, he played Scarface. No. I'd be terrified. I to mean, talk De Niro to has worked with, with Pacino no, before yeah, exactly, a couple of times, but, um, but. but so so like apparently like people there going, you tell him that he needs to stand up a bit faster. <laughs> um, obviously, I mean, if but, there's, but, a, if there's but, a boomer film, but, this no, is a fucking boomer yeah, film. But but, but, but obviously obviously in the end, um, someone's obviously gone and said like. You, you, you kind of look like an old man standing up there. Can can you <laughs> do not it, do, do it that? with a bit more just, sprite? Do, just try and spring out your seat yeah. a bit more than bit that quicker. because obviously he's standing up like like lifting himself up. Well, apparently, <laughs> apparently, the, uh, uh, Scorsese had to say, "You're 39 years old now," and then everyone had to just pretend that they were that age yeah, because it, it, before when you were doing a scene, you was like, you might forget that you're old people. Remember. He's like, how old am I supposed to be now? And he's like, yeah, you're 39 now, so you're, you're more sprightly than normal. Well, it's a funny thing as well because a 39 year old in 1960 looks different to a 39 year old nowadays. You know what I mean? Because like the way living has changed and people yeah, are as unhealthy. But I mean, these people were kicking people's heads in. I mean, they're probably quite healthy. But I was just, I was just thinking then when you said like, you know, you're 39 now, but you're in 1970 thinking, or whatever. Well, I was thinking yeah. they're meant to be 39. Like, yeah, <laughs> you never yeah. look younger than 60, but. 39-year-olds probably look like that. They probably do, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But these people have money, and they, they, I don't know. I mean, I, maybe they would look very similar to well, the way they look nowadays. I've watched a few interviews with Jimmy Hoffa, and I feel like Pacino looks probably younger than Jimmy Hoffa did anyway. Jesus. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. Like, how, old's the, how old's Jimmy Hoffa was supposed to be when he died? I think he was in his 60s, maybe. Right. But like he when, looked in his 80s or something. Like. At, the, at the start of the film, I think he was like early 40s, maybe. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
But uh, I thought, if anything, I thought Pacino was probably the youngest looking one of the three. Yeah. I thought uh, yeah, Pesci looked pretty good too. I think De Niro looked the oldest. I don't know. Just something about his posture, the way his shoulders. Yeah, he's an stuff. old man yeah. now. I mean, he is one. Yeah. When, when, but when he's meant to be young, like say the fighting yeah. scene. Just something about the posture of him looks. It looked like, like an old, old man, man kicking like, his eggs down the road if he's yeah. just dropped out of his. Uh, I mean, I, I don't. I didn't think it was that horrendous a scene. Like Elliot worked. Elliot at work thought it was awful and yeah. stuff, but I thought it was okay. It's just not only that. It's not. It's not a fighter. The actual character. It's just. is it, a hitman. Isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, people, come but, on. I'm not a fighter. But I could make it look better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys got anything else you want to uh, you want to mention? I'll just chuck it in here. Did you notice uh, the... I've got... A th- I think the book's called I Heard You Paint Houses or I Hear You Paint Houses. And that's one of the first lines you heard. I Heard You Paint yeah. Houses. And it's, it's plastered across the screen for well, the titles as well. Big big black titles come up mm-hmm. and it's like I so Heard it's almost as if You it's, Paint Houses. I, I imagine the actual title of this film is called The Irishman, I Heard You Paint Houses. Well, exactly. This is, this is what on to I think I think that's the name of the wanted film, to call this I Heard You Paint Houses no but the book was called I Heard You Want to Paint Houses yeah. isn't it? so he so wants I, to pay credence I, to that well I think he wanted that title and Netflix were like we're not calling out we're not calling this $300 million film I Heard You Paint Houses like we'll get a better name kind of thing yeah, yeah. so he probably came up with the Irishman to like please them yeah but then I thought, you know what, fuck you. I'm going to I'm gonna put the, the opening title card, I Heard You Paint, yeah, yeah, I heard yeah. you paint Houses. Yeah, so. you're probably right about that because yeah. the actual the book was called I Heard You Paint Houses. And it's just a cool little line. And it's so. a cool name because paint houses doesn't mean you're going to fucking get any paintbrushes out. I mean, no. you're going to get <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. But I love that uh, as well. The 45. Way Mar- like uh, Scorsese reveals it where like Jimmy Hoffa phones and it's like, I heard you paint houses. And it's a little flashback of him just blowing someone's head off against the wall. Kind it's of fucking thing. cool. And yeah, just to explain what, if yeah, you didn't what understood, like, yeah. now you know what it means. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was interesting the way that the uh, Robert De Niro's character was uh, he's talking about doing a hit and he's got all of his guns laid out on the bed he's like right well yeah. the, the you don't need a silencer because it's too quiet but you don't want to have a 45 because it's too loud and the cops into the side of the street could hear you people say that a 22 is like a lady's pistol and it's not big enough okay fair enough and he's like but 38 like a snub nose 38 revolver that's probably about the right thing to use in this situation and you'll see him like deducting all of the things off the, yeah. off, off the bed and eventually he's, he's down with these two and he said you can't take one gun you want to take the gun you want to use and you're going to take your back up as well and he, yeah. it, it was just cool the way I loved that whole scene and what I loved about it as well was he kept it reminding me of a taxi driver sort of thing yeah that kind of thing with the gun and stuff but he mm. kept on referring to it as like as the the this, these are the uh, this is how you paint houses. And it's, yeah, it's, it's a tool. Cool. It's as if he's saying, "I'm going to take my paintbrushes, yeah, I'm going to exactly. take my bucket, and I'm going to take my roller." It's like to yeah. be a house painter, you need all this. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he's just telling you the tools you need to complete the job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, there's that one bit with the uh, the phone call where it's like, "I heard you paint houses." He's like, "Yep, yeah, I do my own carpentry as well." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure what that means, but yeah, <laughs> it means to make maybe I clean up the body afterwards or something. <laughs> you mentioned earlier about about. Uh, the potential of using like different casting for the uh, for the time periods. Do you think that would have worked, or would you rather have the de aging? I think they used a younger actor and an older actor, and um, potentially yeah, done done. Uh, Do you no. think that would have been better? I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna. I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and say, no, I like the way they've done it. I think Cause, this, cause, this was a swan song for the, the actors, well, wasn't it? Exactly, exactly what I'm going to say. Like um, De Niro, Al, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, they're all fantastic yeah. actors. But, and they've, they've but not like, really like, worked like, together like, since like but, 1990. But, 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 but like you say, they're all they're all at, their end, at the end of the, 
the kind of and so is Martin Scorsese as well. Martin Scorsese has actually come out and said this is going to be the last film he's ever done. Well, actually, he's ever going to do. Well, actually, apparently, well, apparently, actually, actually, he's working on one right now with um, um, DiCaprio. So he's a bullshitter then. Isn't he? He's a bullshitter. <laughs> um, but um, these three actors, they're all fantastic actors from their era, and. Um, but like they've not got much long left, have they? And what a fantastic <coughs> film to end it with! You know um, what I mean? Do you know? Well, just going back to uh, I, 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 sorry, sorry well. before you go on. <coughs> um, so, so in answer to your question with them being like de aging, like I, f- I feel like it's just amazing just to have them kind of acting, kind of trying try, trying to kind of relive their early career. Yeah, yeah this is totally like my final point, which will be able to jump to it now though, because it, it segues in perfectly. This film is all about like just aging kind of thing. Yeah. I think like that's why I love it so much. The it's about getting old. About getting and about, old. It doesn't matter how powerful you were when you were forty and fifty. Not powerful like, anymore. You can have people killed at the drop of a hat when you're seventy and eighty. You're gonna be stuck in a wheelchair. Exactly, and your family yeah. don't don't come and see you kind of thing. Thing is though, um, the the character of uh, Robert De Niro, man, he had no enemies, but he had no friends anymore by the time exactly. he was old. No, no so he wasn't nobody. Nobody cared for him, but nobody was. Nobody wanted him dead anymore, so he was doing all yeah. right. But I mean, that's what I love about it. That I feel like, like you mentioned, like Scorsese, Pesci, De Niro, Pacino are all at that age in real life, and this is an actual concern for them, kind of thing. They're exactly. thinking, yeah. "Shit, you know, I'm nearly eighty, kind of thing." Exactly. Yeah. So it just it just feels like such a personal kind of project for them to do, kind exactly, of thing. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah. Is mean, it Joe it's, Pesci, it's like the end of their it, career, it, isn't it? Yeah. Like you said earlier, Joe Pesci's come out of retirement for what? And apparently he had, long time he had denied is. this role. Apparently he's actually turned another role fifty times. No, no, yeah, this, this is what I heard. That like, um, like it, 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 I, don't, I don't know how long it's been now, but he's been in retirement for quite a while. Now, yeah. Yeah. I can't and, remember um, the last film he, he made. And apparently Scorsese has approached him in the past, and but apparently this one he's was the one. Like he was like, he oh, come on, we need you to do this kind of yeah. thing. And I love Joe Pesci. And yeah. this was this was the first time that kind of every time I saw Joe out, Pesci's like, little face in the film, I was like, oh, this is so good. Yeah. It's great. Uh, what yeah. is it called? Russell Buffalino. Buffalino. Think, uh, and there's a couple of little bits where he talks down with the camera about his, his own little methods that he has and stuff like and that. I just love that. I think yeah, really yeah. good. And he wasn't. He didn't play the same character he played in the other ones, which Casino Definitely. and Goodfellas. Uh, Goodfellas, the same cat, basically the same film. Pretty, it is. Pretty it's more just film, like yeah. I love them both, but it's a retread basically into yeah. the. But there was nothing wrong with Casino. Goodfellas was one of the best films, in ever my made, opinion, yeah. ever made. But that's why I love this so much. It's like a trilogy, like a cap of a trilogy for them to. Yeah. And it's just, it's the flip side of it. It's like... I think Scorsese is trying to get his Godfather trilogy out the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just the aging thing, though. It's, I, I can't emphasise how much I love the fact that, like, you feel like when you watch this film, you've been through a life kind of thing. Yeah. Sounds, oh, like, you watch, you, sounds like you're watching those three people age. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Like, throughout their careers. And you, you've experienced their life. Exactly. But it's, it's like the opposite of Goodfellas. Like Goodfellas and the beauty of about it. about being that in your 30s and being like a, a like a, a mobster at the top of your yeah. game. And this is about what happens if you, but don't, the beauty, if you don't die then. The yeah, beauty exactly. of the Irishman is because you've already seen all of these actors in the young era. Yeah, exactly, in the yeah. middle. It's as if it's just... It's the flip fit. side of that kind of thing, yeah. It's the swan song. For them all. Yeah. yeah, it's just just perfect. Yeah. I think they did a really good job of it. I wouldn't say it's as good as The Departed. I wouldn't say it's Mike Scorsese's best You don't think it's film. as good as The Departed? I think it's a brilliant film. I can't I can't even uh, begin to say how it's a completely different film. I've never seen a film like it, and I think I hope more films in future have got such a big budget to be able to do what the fuck they want because it's this such a, a different. With Netflix, hopefully, this might be the start of something like where. 
I know uh, Nick will come to it later, but they've chucked money at uh, Michael Bay as well, which <laughs> might, might have a different result to yeah, this I've, one. But... I've, I've, yeah, I might mention that in a bit. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, I've just got a few scenes to mention, if that's okay. My, my favourite scene is the, uh, the one I'll use for the clip. It's when uh, Al Pacino was Jimmy Hoffa and Stephen Graham... It is Stephen Graham, isn't it? Stephen yeah, Graham. Stephen yeah, Graham yeah. as Tony the Pro. English, They've arranged a meeting and uh, Tony Pro's turned up late for the meeting. He and hates he, people turning up late. Yeah, you've already been told about how much he hates... Uh, ten lateness. minutes, that's it. Yeah, he's got a ten-minute rule. Mm. And they have this back and forth about how ten minutes is not long enough to account for traffic and stuff. It's yeah, like, I'm, I'm accounting for traffic, that's why it's ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I just love that whole... Uh, the fact that in that, in that scene, Pacino needs... Tony, Tony Pro's character to be on his side, but he can't help himself. But like, yeah. completely. Like literally, he off, needs like. him to help him complete the task. But actually, uh, he's that stuck in his old ways. He's called him a Jew at one point, and he was <laughs> racist to him at one point, and he's dissed him about uh, not turning up on time, and he said something else shitty to him. And then Tony has said to uh, Al Pacino's character, uh, um, no, I can't remember now. They have a bit. They have that big kick off though, don't they? After it all, after it all happens, they have a fight. Yeah, fighting yeah. on the floor, kind of thing. <laughs> Brilliant. That, I just love that whole scene. Like I do. That, just the because back and forth. It, it reinforces the fact that um, that Al Pacino's character is actually quite stubborn and he's he's in his own ways. And actually, I think that foreshadows his own demise. Really, doesn't it? How stubborn he is. Totally. Like it's a pride thing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's his union kind of thing. He keeps on going back to. It's like this yeah. is my union. And like when people all, are saying, all he has to do "Look, is walk away, look, like, walk away, and you'll be fine." Yeah, but you just can't do it. And they've asked him multiple times. The mob keeps saying to him, "Look, look, come on, you need to step down." But what I love about it is that Robert De Niro's character is the messenger man, and he he kind of he yeah, kind of sugarcoats it. He just sugarcoats it as well. Yeah. So it's partly down to him that he's fucking dead. He's totally the go-between, and uh, Pacino, Jimmy Hoffa, trusts him so much that like he's able to do what he does at the end of the film, kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. But, I say he's just a go-between, and he clearly loves like Jimmy Hoffa yeah. and uh, Russell Buffalino. Yeah. But he's just stuck in the middle between. He's them stuck both in the middle, but he knows what he has to do because if he doesn't, he's fucking dead as well. Yeah, but I just love that, love that scene. But yeah. uh, again, it's all based on the fact of uh, Jimmy Hoffa's pride. He just cannot let Tony Pro have one over on him, kind of thing. Yeah. Like you know, he, it's fifty minutes late, and he'll pull him up on it, kind of yeah. thing. Like yeah, definitely. And another scene that I love. There's a there's a hit in a in a restaurant. Where Brilliant. It's, oh, I can't think of the gangster's name. I call it Crazy Joe. Or he's like, like the kind of young, like strapping guy, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, like he's... the new up-and-coming mobster yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, And uh, De Niro just walks into the restaurant and starts shooting. But it doesn't go... Doesn't go to plan, to plan. does it? No. He, pu- he, has to pu- he knows he has to shoot the um, the bodyguard, but he can he don't want to kill the bodyguard because the bodyguard ain't going to do something. He just wants to shoot the bodyguard in the leg. And then kill um, this, this cra- crazy Joe, I think it's crazy right? Joe. But it's the way he like he uh, walks out on the street and he's crawling away and he just shoots him he twice. Pops in the back, him, like, yeah. and that's on the trailer, I think, isn't it? Or was it? Yeah, I think you just see him standing over him and you just see, and that's quite quite a, a, a scary moment in the film when you see that um, De Niro's character looming over his his victim and you see pop pop. It's yeah. just spooky. Yeah, yeah. Can I just mention some the other thing that confused me? It's not really a not really an issue with the film because it must all be true. But uh, the bit at the end where again we're spoiling this, but when Jimmy Hoffa gets killed by by yeah. Frank, mm. uh, it's Frank, isn't it? The Niro's character. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand the logic of any of that scene. Like 
At first, I thought that De Niro wasn't even being asked to kill him. I thought they'd got him out of the way or something. So yeah, it didn't really explain what was happening. To be fair, yeah. like, like, I, I, I felt when, like I was stupid for not knowing yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. I was fair, not, like, did everyone else get that as well? I, I, I was really I, confused. At first, it seemed like Joe Pesci was kind of saying, like, yeah, you need to go somewhere because um, I don't want you involved. Yeah. The thing yeah, is, though, because the, 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 the next thing is Joe Pesci and um, um, Robert De Niro are like on the way to the airport. No, yeah. we're supposed to know about this because no. the director, one of one of the, the the videographers who was talking about it, was saying that I hope that my scene pays off by by showing how distraught Robert De Niro's character is because he knows he has to get on a plane and he knows that he's going to have to kill his be- really close friend from a long See, time I, I, ago. I, I, I don't and know. None though. of that came across. I didn't yeah, think. I don't think so. See, I don't know though because, like, as as John said, like it, it almost seemed like Joe Pesci was saying, like, "Yeah, I need you out of the way," kind of thing. You know. That's the- that's what I took from it. Almost as if, like, you're too involved with him, so I can't. you can't be there when it happens because yeah, exactly. you might, like, not want it to happen or something, but then they send him to actually kill him anyway. Yeah, that's weird. But he gets on the plane and flies there, gets in the car, and, like, I don't understand why Jimmy Hoffa's son was involved. Yeah, like, Jimmy Hoffa's son was driving the car. Was driving the car, yeah. and there was a fish in the back of the car. And yeah, I, and the, the seat got wet or whatever. Well, I think me and Nick mentioned this in work as well. There's a... They imply almost that he's Niro, lying about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and he doesn't want to sit in the front seat because we've already. He don't want to get whacked. Front. Yeah, exactly. Well, that, that, that's what I. Thought. And that's the reason why he's saying, "Oh, there's, there's a this wet in it." No, De Niro's character's like, oh, "I'll sit in the wet. I don't care about. That. I'd rather sit in the wet than get fucking whacked." No, see, yeah. this is what I, I I got the kind of impression. Maybe that um, he was actually being sent there to be kind of rubbed out at the same time. Maybe. Um, and 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 he knew well, De Niro he was. could have been he, he, fucking he, wiped out as well. well no, the, he was supposed to be fucking pulling well, the Matt, trigger on, the, on I, the thing. I kind of thought was maybe he was sent there to kind of be rubbed out as well. At the and same if it time. just so happens and, he sat in the front seat, he, he, pop he, them both. He, he saw what was going on. He was like, "Yeah, I'm not sitting in the front seat because nah. I, I know what's going to happen." But I mean, that's so, the beauty so, of so, that scene. I think the scene so, is supposed so, to. So what he did, he he, he was like, "I'm going to sit in the back seat, and I'm just I'm just going to do the job because." Um, either, either I do this job, which is going to happen either way, yeah, or, um, or and, I get and, and I can kind of stay alive, or I don't do it and I die. At the he same knows time. he's got to kill his fucking his best because I've, I've, yeah. I think I've, I've, maybe even Joe Pesci implied that, like you know, if you kind of if you don't do it, then you'll you'll. It was a climax of the film, really. I'd say after that, nothing much happened, really. Well, it? it's just it, the thing again, the logic of it. If they were gonna gonna whack De Niro in that car, why is Jimmy Hoffa's son there? Like, this is what I don't. Yeah, get. Like, I don't get the Jimmy Hoffa's son thing. I don't get why the fuck they would try and maybe, maybe, uh, whack maybe. the with the assassinator of maybe. Um, and, 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 and I'm just kind of trying to be the, the devil's advocate. Here. Maybe he was supposed to kind of be um, whacked at the same point. Or maybe maybe, yeah. maybe the whole plan was to kind of get rid of them all. It would have happened all. anyway. Get, no, get it, rid of them all. Nah, there, I don't there, think it would have there's, been. There's, there's no one. Because it would have happened anyway. They just fucking shot him in the car and yeah, took yeah, the car in a river with someone. Maybe they were like, like, let's get rid of them all. There's no one to kind of fight back against us with the, the fucking sorted then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I mean, like I say, I'm just being the devil's advocate. I'm just trying to kind of come up with theories. But, but like another issue I had with it, I feel like I've answered my own question here though, but... The fact that his son was driving the car, it was a massive thing for years about no one knew who killed Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. And then Frank Sheehan wrote this book saying that he did it. And the film's based on the book, so everything in the book is in the film. Yeah. And if that if this is the true account of it, 
his son would have known that Frank killed his dad. Because he just took him to the house and fucking popped him there. Yeah, because yeah. he dropped him off there. But maybe the reason he never said, the son never said anything over the years is because he knows that if he did, he'd get killed. fucking yeah. killed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's yeah. why, maybe he knew all along. Maybe his all son along. knew all along. And the family but, might have known all along, but they, but, they knew but, they couldn't say anything. Kind what, of one interesting aspect of that, I mean, it was I thought it was cool the way they, they, lay, the, they, they lay a new lino down and cut it down really mm. roughly. And then when... when um, uh, Jimmy Hoffa walks in there. He didn't notice the floor. He gets he gets murdered, and they just roll the floor up. In, in oh no! Him. I feel like he does notice though. Jimmy Hoffa, doesn't he? He walks in and it's like, right, let's get out of here. Turns around and then they all just fucking pops away. him. He's, he's yeah. like, someone's gonna get fucking whacked in here. Yeah, yeah. He, he, I, think, I think he knew yeah. straight away. Though, yeah, like, yeah. Was a shit. Kind of yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and he didn't he think he didn't think that Jimmy would. Uh, sorry, he didn't think that uh, De Niro would fucking pop him. Even at he, that point, it was like no? Frank. Let's get out. Yeah, Frank's his mate. Yeah, he's been mates for. Since we were young, yeah, yeah, but he I, helped I, him with it. Since I, he helped him with his car, all of them. I, 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 I think for that character, it was more about kind of preserving his own life at that point, wasn't it? Yeah, he didn't want to do it, and I you can see, that. you can see that when he's in the plane, when De Niro's character is in the plane, he's fucking shit, and he doesn't want to have to go and fucking kill like one of his best friends, but he has to because otherwise his family will get fucking killed. Yeah, and there's one bit involving the son thing, the way De Niro's telling the story. I mean, this is another thing I'll come on to in a minute. Like, who's De Niro talking to throughout this whole, you know, as an old yeah. man? He's, he's talking to like a camera. But it seems as though he's talking to an interviewer, doesn't it? It never at any point shows you who he's talking no. to. Maybe it's supposed to be the, the the writer of the book. Maybe, yeah. Uh, or the FBI or something. Who we well, he's already a, a, a said to the police that they can go fuck themselves. Yeah. But like, uh, he's, he's telling you what happened. And there's one bit like I like, the way he plays an old man. He's saying like, yeah, uh, Jimmy Hoffa's son was driving the car and he got he got sent down for six months for or whatever. He just trails off like telling his own yeah. story kind of thing. It's just like, oh yeah. Just trying to get him on, on a wild goose chase, basically. But you know, like an old man kind of thing. It'd be like, yeah. like uh, oh, it was 1929. Oh, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jim, but remember that time <laughs> when we did that? Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was quite a good, good performance. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Just got a few more notes, if that's okay. Well, yeah. I really love the hot dogs. Do you notice the hot dogs oh, they uh, picked up? They fried in beer, weren't they? Fried in beer. And like, but Jimmy Hoffa never drank, did he? He, he didn't want to touch oh, beer. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Jimmy Hoffa was uh, famously... Uh, did so he, did uh, the, the watermelon, was it? Yeah, watermelon, because he knew yeah. that they hated watermelons, so he wouldn't try it. <laughs> and they were all right getting pissed. But did... I mean, I watched that scene thinking, Jimmy Hoffa knows what's going on here, sure. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, he did, but by the end of it, you're like, hang on, he doesn't seem to know yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> He just thinks they really like watermelon. Yeah, yeah, like he doesn't seem to click on, but, like, but I think that, why I are th- they getting drunk in front I, th- I think he actually said that. I think maybe they're kind of well, they're having a long interview and they need to get pissed because they wouldn't get through it otherwise. I think yeah. in that film, he actually mentioned, he went, he went, oh, God, you really love that watermelon, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> As if he didn't know what was going on like. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm interested. I think it was more of a comedy scene that bit. Current, currently, I'm just imagining Elliot, to be honest. Yeah, you yeah. Made, <laughs> that, that's just quite leaving you to go to Southeast Asia. He actually made an alcohol. See, this is this is why this is why all I'm thinking of right now is Elliot going yeah. like, yeah, just, this is just watermelon. He's a perverted individual. That's all you need to know. <laughs> just for the listeners, Elliot might make an appearance on a future episode. <laughs> wow, he might turn up at some Maybe point. Maybe one day. That would be interesting for <laughs> everybody's ears yeah. if that was the thing. But I think I'm all done, guys. I think that's everything for me. Oh, fantastic. I think we've covered everything. You guys I, got anything I, I've, else? I've got nothing more to say about the film. I think I've mentioned everything. Okay, no, Jimbo. You all done? It is done. We shall rate it then. Shall I start? Are you doing a two rating system again? Or are we doing a not? Uh, you can do if you want, mate. I'm just doing, I'm doing the one, but... No, I think we should do the one then, shouldn't we? Okay, no. I gave, uh, I gave it a 4.5 out of 5 on Letterboxd. 
but it's a bit of a cheat. I only did that because I wanted to rewatch it and bump it up to a five. If that makes any, any sense yeah. to you no, at no, all. No, I, I, I literally I, deliberately graded it down to make myself rewatch it at some point to bump it up to a five. So it's a five star film for me, easily. Okay, very good. To be honest with you, I think I'm exactly the same. Well, not exactly the same. <laughs> but um, basically, I'm going to give it a five. Because, excellent, excellent. because it's I can't fault the film in the slightest. I think it's a fantastic yeah. film. Um, like I said, my only qualm is the actual um, um, De Niro's eyes, but as, <laughs> as, <laughs> it was just those contact lenses that freaked me but out. I, I, no, but leaving me brown eyes. Like, like brown. I say, the whole <laughs> film, I, I couldn't take my eyes. I was like, "There's something going on with his eyes." I don't. Um, until you mentioned it on the pod right now, I didn't realize he had different colors eyes. Yeah. But that that would be what it is. I weren't used. Yeah, to he had really bright blue eyes. Exactly. Um, even though I was expecting then, like, to say the duration because of the three and a half hours that it's like three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing about no, the duration. No. Do you see, know the duration? I mean, no, don't worry about the duration. I'd no, say. No, see, that's the thing. The the the, the length. Like you can't even you don't even notice it when you're watching no. it. I think I think it's a fantastic. It's more film. the width that you notice <laughs> when it goes <laughs> in. You, you tend to notice the width more. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, five out of five for me. Yeah. Sound. Yep. Uh, well, I go as far as to say a little bit, le- probably a little bit less. I'm going to say four point five. That's fine. That's actually what I gave it. But like I explained, I cheated a bit. But yeah, no, 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 I'm four point five. That, that's that's a high rate for me. I've got to say, I thought you were going to give it like a three or something, the way you were talking no, about it. I'm, no, I'm well no, happy with 4. that. 4.5, I'd say. Yeah, it's, it's ticked all the right boxes. Um, and just one final point for me on that. Like, Again, I love Casino, but as you mentioned earlier, it's too similar to Goodfellas. Yeah. This is the complete opposite of Goodfellas yeah, kind of thing. It's the, the flip, it's the flip side of it almost. Yeah. And, uh, that, but that he's utilised a lot of his other experience that he's gained post uh, Goodfellas, uh, you know, more 2000s. Uh, he's, he's gained a lot from Shutter Island Silence, it seems, with the more modern stuff, especially going so far as to use the CGI elements and stuff like that. Yeah. Hats off <laughs> to Martin Scorsese. Not only has he managed to pull off a, uh, a masterful um, story with character-driven thing, he's actually managed to do it with with a really modern twist on See, it. See, this, yeah. like, this is something that I thought about it, like... I thought with him being like an older guy, like I thought he might be like a bit bitter going, no, no, we can't use all that stuff. It ruins cinema. I, I genuinely thought he well, might have this kind of well, impression that's about... that's exactly what fucking... Um, what's Christopher his name? Nolan. Christopher Nolan. No, no like I, I genuinely thought that with him being that, like an older guy who's been doing this for donkey's years. Yeah. I thought he might be a bit against it, but when I found yeah. out he was doing this... He's a storyteller and that's all using, that matters modern technology yeah. that he's actually using he's got, modern technology modern to kind of, for a while so. he's using modern technology to kind of yeah. tell his stories I thought that was incredible I fair enough to him just on a tangent with that David Lynch is another one like that a guy who's in his 70s he can move like, along with the times exactly he? he's like more forward thinking in terms of digital photography than like like say a Nolan or look at yeah, Nolan yeah. like he thinks he's fucking boss his films are really good. But like uh, Tarantino's like that. Like, but Tarantino. I don't, I don't Tarantino. Know why, it doesn't bother me with Tarantino. <laughs> no, I think, I think Tarantino and Chris Miller are in the same box. They both make amazing films sometimes, but they're both dickheads. A bit built their own arse. Yeah. Kind of yeah. yeah. But Mark Scorsese is a lovely guy, so. Great, great guy. Yeah. Yep. Okay, guys, that was The Irishman. So uh, have we watched anything else in the last week or two? <laughs> Week or two. The last <laughs> six months since we last did a podcast. All right, Nick. You have to do no, that. No, I mean... Bloody <laughs> hell. No, I mean... Um, I mean, we've, we've all watched Star Wars, haven't we? Yeah, we the, all went the, to watch uh, the, Star Wars, the, the new Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. 
the, 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 the rise of the Jedi Starwalker. Yep. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go straight to you on this one, James. Yeah. Oh, we'll just mention yeah. spoilers as well. There will be spoilers here. Yeah. For the rise of Skywalker, yeah. don't so. spoil the ending. Will yeah, you? I'm, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go straight to you, James. What was your opinion? Well, was that a tumbleweed that blew? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's on par with the previous Star Wars film, similar sort of thing. I mean, before John jumps in, because John's actually like quite a fan of Star Wars. Um, I, I, I've, I've never really been that big a fan of Star Wars myself. Right. Um, and I'm going to go out on the limb right now and say this was definitely better than The Last Jedi, like okay. 100%. Like, like um, I think you're going to talk about it in a bit, but um, like Ryan Johnson's done good work with like Knives Out and stuff like that. Yep. But he did a crap job with Star Wars, whereas J.J. Whereas, um, Abrams has... I won't say consistently done a good job with Star Wars, well, he but, really. he but, the but first he's, episode he's definitely then... done a better job than to be fair Ryan though, Johnson. Nick, he did the first episode. He had uh, uh, somebody else do the second episode, and the third episode, he's tried to kind of like pull everything together again. I, I, I don't feel like he got someone else to do the second episode. I feel like Disney gave the second episode to someone else. Yeah, Someone else fucked that up, and he had to kind of... Me, um, well, I'm, of, I'm not entirely kind, sure. Kind, what... of, kind of clean up his mess. Yeah, if, if, if... That, 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 that's a good analogy. But I mean, I'm not sure entirely what Ryan Reynolds, uh, sorry, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Johnson, different yeah. fella, what he did for the um, for the second one. Well, he writ it and himself. He writ it his whole himself. No, he no, the, that, that entire like. I think I mentioned it to someone in work, I might have been you, John, the other day, that I feel like Ryan Johnson had his own kind of personal experience with Star Wars as a kid. And in his head, he was like, I'm going to kind of show everyone my my experience of Star Wars and what I... Because I think he went too in-depth with certain things which no one gives a flying fuck about. Like what? Um, (sighs) Well, like Elements of the Force, we were on about the other day and stuff, weren't they? Yeah, exactly. In The Last Jedi, they were... Uh, the throwing the lights, throwing of the lightsaber over the shoulder, and the, the, and, and then Luke Skywalker like dusting off his fucking shoulder. Well, I'll just mention as well, like we all went out with a, a few guys from work, didn't we, on Friday mm. uh, to watch it. But before that, we watched the Last Jedi at mine, didn't we? Yeah. Before we went out, and the the parts in that film that I've forgotten about, where like he does a weird little montage of like. Of like life, showing like how force affects life and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that's what. That's well, what this is this is like. this the, drink, the drinking of the milk. See, as well. This yeah, is yeah. this is what I'm referring to. Where like he he's kind of ha- I I feel like Ryan Johnson's kind of had his own experience with Star Wars as a child, and he thought that everyone else would love it, but 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 no one else has had that yeah. same experience as him, so no one no understood one kind of yeah. where he was coming from, whereas J.J. Abrams has kind of come from the same kind of direction as everyone else. <coughs> in, 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 in a certain way. He's uh, a greedy I'm, bastard anyway. He's already done Star Trek, and he's already done... This is his second <laughs> Star Wars film, I mean, he's I, probably I, I, second uh, Star Trek film I, as well, I, isn't I, it? I, I wouldn't say he's greedy. I feel like he's just... He's done good work. People have offered him mm. the job. So. I was doing a little bit of research, well, not necessarily research, but like I was looking at a few uh, directors that have actually directed the, 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 the newer Star Wars films. And it does seem that you need to have done at least one kind of at least semi-successful um, sci-fi film in order to even apply for the role. 
it seemed that way anyway. Um, the, uh, J.J. Abrams has already done a few quite big sci-fi films. Well, he did Star Trek. I think no, he I did, mean, um, was it something ain't? Super 8. Super 8. Super 8, eight. yeah. Something. I mean, that was, that was an interesting idea as well. The and, fact and, that and it was all be shot on a Super 8 camera. And obviously, okay. he did that, that, that series as well, J.J. Abrams. Um, Lost. A few, like, Not, I mean, Lost is sci-fi, but he did that other I one. Think, which, I think he did Flash Forward. Did he do that one? I think he? that was Abrams. He also did that one that I can't think what it's called uh, now. I think that's the one I'm thinking of. It's the one with a Gus Fring from Breaking Bad in it. Yeah, I think that's I think what I'm yeah. thinking of. So like, he's obviously had a good background in sci-fi. Um, uh, Ryan Johnson too. I mean, uh, some, some of Ryan Johnson's films have been good. Have they in, been in sci-fi? The like, uh, there was Looper, wasn't there? Looper, like brilliant oh, film. See, exactly. Massive, is, massive fan it. of Looper. I think Looper is better than anything that that J.J. Abrams has ever has ever put out. Mm. I mean, on JJ, like I think, I think he makes films that are watchable. But I'm going to go off on a on a weird analogy here. But I think his films are like the equivalent of when girls allowed to do a cover version of like a Madonna song or something. Do you know what I mean by yeah, that? Yeah, I kind of know. When like a new popular artist does a cover version of an old song. Right. JJ is like that in in film terms. Like his Star Trek films are like cover versions of the Star the old Star Trek films. Yeah. yeah. Super you 8 know, was like a cover version. On J.J. Abrams, actually, episode 7 was exactly a cover exactly? Of, of episode 4 as well. Episode four. Yeah. Super 8 was a cover version of E.T. And there's other ones in there that I can't even think of now. Like uh, he's, not, he's not as creative, you think? Is that, is that what you're saying? I think he makes films that do really well at the box office and that people like, but they don't stick in the brain. They're, you know yeah. what I mean? Like nobody, 10 years later, will come back to a J.J. film and be like, oh yeah, that's still, that's still a classic kind of mm, thing. Well, I think that Abrams has just got his sort of... Um, he's like a short... Uh, he's very, for the played it very term. safe. Yeah, very did he safe. played it very safe. Gives the fans Ryan, Ryan Johnson did not play it safe. This is, However, this is almost, Knives Out and um, Looper and Looper. This is two amazing kind film. of like a tangent. But um, did he do um, Cloverfield? Cl- he produced Abrams. Oh, he produced it. It was okay. directed by Matt Reeves. Yeah. Oh right, okay. I was, I was going to say because that, that that's all, like it's kind of standalone, that isn't it? You can't. He really made his own that. production group, didn't he? Bad Robot, and then he started doing all the weird ones like Ten Cloverfield Lane. Great film. We, I think we spoke about this in another previous. Podcast, I'm not that big a fan of it, but I, think, I mean, I thought I, I really liked it. I, I think it's okay, but I think Ten's it's nothing to do with Cloverfield, and neither think, is the bloody uh, what's the one that's set on a spaceship. The Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah, you know, I mean, that was garbage. That, that was pretty fucking bad. Yeah, I think yeah. Ten Cloverfield Lane was. I think it was Ten Class Cloverfield Lane was a good right film. up until the end when, mm. when when they kind of tried to interweave it with. Yeah, it was unnecessary. I think it was better than the bloody uh, M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong stuff that he's doing now, isn't it? What what what's the one that he's he's doing? Glass. He's 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 done Glass. Yeah, I love Shyamalan. I've said it before. Split. I'm a big fan of Shyamalan. Yeah. I think. Uh, He's made some bad films, but it's always interesting what he does. Yeah, it's interesting. But then again, if if a dog shit on my shoe and it had like weird colours in it, I'd probably think that was interesting as well. <laughs> I'd be interested in that. I'd be interested in it, but I'd also be quite <laughs> upset that there was shit on my shoe. <laughs> uh, M Night Shyamalan is an interesting director. You're right. No, but going going back to Abrams, though, I think like he's done. He has done a good job with the two films he's done in the Star Wars universe, though. See, I think he makes films that pleases like the fans. Short, although this one isn't pleasing the fans. I don't know why. I just, don't know why I just said that. Nobody <laughs> really wanted. I mean, like uh, Unbreakable. Nobody was begging for a sequel. Oh, that's Shyamalan. Sorry, <laughs> we're, we're yeah. back on JJ. We're, now. We're, oh, sorry, back on JJ. Sorry, we're back on JJ. Yeah, I was, I was just saying. I think, I think, I think, like 
Like he, the 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 entries he's put into the Star Wars universe, like as much as they probably are pandering to fans a lot, because like like the Force Awakens, like you say, I feel like I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, but um, from what I've heard, it's pretty much a copy of Episode Four. Yeah. Um, and this one, they, they've literally got all the characters from the original trilogy they've got they've got um um luke skywalker they've got lando they've got um, han. han yeah they, they've, they've got yeah. all of these uh, characters spoiler alert, like han solo's so, in the fucking new film so so, yeah. so they're very much pandering to character um to, to to the i want to see luke skywalker kind of interact with han solo but you don't get that any you don't that. Any so there's no point so, is so, there? so i think it I, just seems like it's just a clutching at straws thing if i had seen han han solo so, so, in so, fact, he's not a force ghost, is he? So it was just fucking. I don't know. It would have been cool to see them kind of interact. My point he is, he never got that the whole my time. My point is, I think, I think he has kind of done a good job with kind of as much as it's pandering to fans. I think that's exactly what pan, fans want, though. So the thing is, like, kind. Yeah. for me, like I, I could talk about Star Wars all day, kind of thing. So I'll try and keep it short. But like, I grew up watching Star Wars, and I, I love, I love the original Star Wars films. And there's an element of the, the original Star Wars films where they're rewatchable. You can just watch them over and over again and never get bored of them. JJ's films, I, I spoiler, I quite enjoyed. What's it called? Force Awakens. <laughs> the new one. Oh, um, Rise of the Skywalker. I quite enjoyed the Rise of Skywalker, but I don't think I'm any. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in any rush to go back and watch it again because it's just a rehash of the old Star Wars films. Yeah. So JJ's films. Don't disappoint you in the short term. You watch them and think they're kind of like what Star Wars is. They, they, they do a good job, but they don't stick any memory. In ten years' times, I I won't be going back and watching the JJ Star Wars films, no, thinking sorry. like these are brilliant. No. Like I'll go back and watch the original Star Wars films still. But the original Star Wars films weren't all film, like, weren't all directed by um, by George Lucas, George Lucas no. either, though, were they? He got sick of them after that, after the first yeah. one. But so it's uh, also it's interesting to kind of see the same thing happen again. I mean, th- th- this new trilogy. I mean, that's it now, isn't it? There's, there's going to be no more Kylo Ren. No, there's going to be no more. From, from what I've heard, the, 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 this is it. That's kind of the end of that kind of chapter in Star so Wars. So if there is a Ray, a, a Ray character should be played by a different character, a different actress, presumably. This won't is what you? I think. I think when an do, older Ray or something like, like that in the next trilogy, they're going to kind of maybe skip an era and um, it seems that, that, that may, may, maybe they'll have her come back and age her a bit. Who knows? That would be pretty cool if they could do that. I think they'll they'll leave those characters all together now. They'll, they'll do a trilogy set like 500 years before the old films or something or 500 yeah. years after something totally I think, different yeah like. oh, I so hope they do so, so they're going to make the prequels not the first uh, entries into the, the, the universe well the th- yeah the thing is these these nine films are called the Skywalker Saga they'll do something totally unrelated to any of this now they'll do uh, like uh, yeah. the foundation of the old republic or something or, okay. I mean like it's a, interesting to think yeah some, yeah, yeah or, or like the, the rise of the Sith or so, you know something like that kind of thing you can just make up your own Star Wars film name. Thing is, I mean, <laughs> exactly. Disney has Disney has bought the Star Wars franchise for like it was like three billion, four billion, I think, it four was, yeah. billion dollars, whatever it was. Pocket change. They're gonna right? want they're gonna want their money back. Pocket change, re- that, irrespectively of the of the fans. Yeah. So they're probably gonna they are gonna produce some weird stuff. I just think this new film, 
it was fine when we watched it. I was like, oh, I quite like that. I was, mm. I was, I was expecting it to be like an absolute dumpster fire, to be absolutely garbage. It wasn't, it wasn't as bad as I thought, but it wasn't great, I think. Yeah, but it, it won't stick in the memory. No. Like, in 10 years' it's time, it... I will not go back and watch this. Yeah. The way it reminds, <laughs> it reminds me, John, Rise of a sort of some, something similar to a dumpster fire, really. It's something that's bubbled out since episode seven, and then episode eight bubbled out anymore, and then like episode nine, it's fucking like, pissed out onto the floor and now there is a mess I need to clean up yeah that's that's the kind of thing I'm thinking of now you just mentioned Kylo Ren though he Adam one, Driver I love him he's one aspect of the new films that I think is actually really good like, yeah. uh, but how, don't, don't you yeah. think they've underused his act the actor of, uh, of Adam Driver well, they completely underused him I'm not sure if I mentioned it to you guys after watching it on Friday but I think it would be more interesting again spoilers for The Rise of Skywalker yeah one, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spoilers, but I think it would be more interesting if they'd have left Kylo Ren alive at the end of the film. Yeah. Like, don't kill him off. Leave him alive with Ray, and it's yeah. like, what's he got to do now? Because everyone thinks he's like the, the big bad guy of the <laughs> of the entire galaxy. Kind it was of stupid. But the film was stupid. That's what I'm saying. I mean, the whole idea of it, I, none of it, I really. I didn't care about any of the characters anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, everyone knows the Emperor comes back. Yeah. But like. They don't and it was cool the Emperor was there but they don't explain how he survived it's like and why was he on some sort of robotic arm floating about if he's, he's got the force be, surely he can float himself about well I think he's meant to be that badly injured that like like Darth Vader he was in a metal suit once kind of thing, yeah so. true I mean yeah but, I mean, uh, uh, Palpatine got chucked down a, uh, a shoot of some yeah. kind didn't he a shaft a giant sh- he got shafted he got yeah. shafted hard <laughs> didn't he yeah that's a, good, that's a good way of describing it but like they, they bring him back for no other reason than to like pander to the fanboys to like oh yeah Palpatine's back. So spoiler alert, um, Buddy Ray is the granddaughter of Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. What is the point in that? Yeah. Again, it just feels like they had to tick off a box. They have to explain who Ray is, and they're like, oh, it's Palpatine. It just seems to me, John. It seems and Nick it seems boring. Just seems boring. No, I agree with you. It's as if they're making the story up as they go along. Oh, well, that's what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> because because they got Ryan Johnson involved. JJ came up with a kickoff point. Ryan Johnson took it one direction, and now JJ's trying to get it back to a point. No, I'm sure where... JJ would have said to him, "Look, pal, I know I know you're making this film now, but no, no I don't think he did. Uh, originally, JJ wasn't meant to do the third film. He was meant right, to do right. Colin, Colin Trevorrow, who did Jurassic World, which was he... crap. He got fired before they even got a chance to right. make it. So, uh, but Ryan Johnson decided to like kill off Snoke, kill off Captain Phasma, kill off all of JJ's characters basically. And then JJ came back and was like, "What do I do now? Bring back Palpatine? <laughs> <laughs> Why not?" But by doing that, I think it it, it devalues like Return of the Jedi. Yeah. It's like that's the film where you see Palpatine get killed. Of course, yeah. it's like oh, it, it, it didn't actually Stupid. die. I mean, <laughs> I get that. I, I feel as though JJ Abrams was kind of like egotistical in the fact that he could think he could just use any Star Wars character he wanted to. Is that what you're you saying? I don't know if it's an ego thing. It's more that Disney drafted him back in to do the third film and they convinced him to do it. And he was literally like, well, what do I do here to, to finish off the is whole this the first? So is J.J. Abrams the first Star Wars director to actually direct two Star Wars films in the same franchise? In the same trilogy? Same trilogy, sorry, yeah. You are, well, George did a couple, did all three, didn't he, in the prequels? No, I don't think he did. I don't even think he directed... Um, the, 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 
Yeah, Georgie Boy did The Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and uh, Revenge of the Sith. Sorry, I'm on about the original trilogy. He only did A New Hope in the yeah. first one, yeah. That's what, that's, sorry, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, I uh, don't even, I'd, sorry, I don't even consider the uh, The, the prequels. Ones. Yeah. I yeah. like the prequels. <laughs> I don't mind them. Now. Sorry, mate. I, I, I th- yeah, I just th- thought that, like, yeah, that, that was, the, the, yeah, <laughs> the, George Lucas only did the first one. They don't even, like, crop up in your mind, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even pop up there. I was yeah. just doing the original trilogy. I thought that, yeah, there was two separate directors that did, um, Empire Strikes Back. But that's an interesting point with the prequels. Lucas originally wasn't going to direct all three. He was only going to do The Phantom Menace and then pass them off to two other people to do the other ones. The same tactic they do every time. Yeah, but technology advanced that far by the time of Attack of the Clones that he realised that he could just direct them himself without really doing any any work because it's all effect, effects and stuff so and can like, you and can you understand where it goes wrong for him <laughs> yeah, there? That, that might be the problem it looks like a fucking playstation 2 game that's probably why that... it does look bad episode 2 yeah but uh just give you fucking if you all i care about i don't give a fuck about anything else just give people who are wearing a stormtrooper-esque outfit if you're wearing armor of some kind just have them wearing an actual actual suit well, that, that's something with episode two, like not one person wears a clone trooper no. suit in the film. They're all digital. Rubbish. Like, and it looks rubbish. It looks and it digital. Sh- and you yeah. can tell, yeah. Yeah. People want to see cool cars. If I saw a cool car pull up on a film and I can tell that it's CGI, I'm not interested anymore. But yeah. if I'm thinking, how have they done that? That's cool. They've managed to make it. Yeah. Like stormtrooper helmets look a bit like a sports car or something, don't they? I know what you mean, like the... Uh, yeah. I've also said this with, with Robocop. I think Robocop is meant to look like a car, the way that like it's all reflective. Yeah. Nice yeah, shiny yeah. surfaces and stuff like like a stormtrooper. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. And Fallout, the, 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 the computer game franchise, they've got their own look and stuff. And you know, yeah. it's all CGI, but at least yeah. they know what it is. Yeah. Rubbish. We Bloody could, rubbish Star Wars now. <laughs> we could talk about Star Wars all day, but... Till, till the, till the Ewoks probably, come home. We should probably not talk yeah. about it all day, though. <laughs> no. There's Ewoks in the new one, isn't there? There was Ewoks in the new one, This yeah. This comes back to my point of it being fan pandering. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, fucking, they're literally bringing back all the... All the, the, the fans are being all, fingered all, by... Literally, J.J. Um, Abrams They're bringing now. back all the popular things from Getting Star Wars and just been like... Look, it's something you love. Yeah, remember, remember, remember Berries from, from South Park? It's Member Berry. This is a very much a Member Berry film. Yeah, yeah it's like, oh, Member Lando. Oh, I remember Lando. Remember and Lando was in it. I, I didn't know whether or not I was supposed remember to Ewoks? just think that Lando was like... Yeah, I remember. Like, <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> rubbish. Yeah. Crap film. Uh, just one other thing I will mention, though. We watched The Last Jedi at mine. On my new 4K telly. What do you Beautiful. think? Beautiful. Massive. I only watched it from an obscure angle, but yeah, obtuse sorry. angle, I would actually say, because I mean, it was right at the Off edge. The side, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I apologize for that. You, you, got, you got the worst seat, didn't you? But, uh, I did, but uh, I wasn't uh, actually. I've, I've, I've seen I've, it before, so it's yeah, okay. Yeah. I will point out that he chose that seat knowing the position he was going to be in. <laughs> and, and beforehand, he said, no, no, I don't really want to watch this film, so I'll be fine here. Yep. <laughs> True, Nick. I actually, I purposefully, I didn't want to uh, uh, obscure the, the position for anybody else. <laughs> I was happy. I could still see it. I mean, it's a fucking massive telly. It is a but massive television, yeah. I'll tell you what, though, watching The Last Jedi, I didn't hate it as much as I used to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you had that reaction, but I, mm. I, I was kind of okay with it. Not, no, not, not good at all. But you know, I thought. It was you okay. know, to be fair, time went quicker when I was watching it this time. Yeah, possibly. Maybe because you were in a room of like another t- pool of seven, people I've not seen for a while. Yeah. Another seven people that were 
literally dissecting every scene. Yeah. And Nick, I hadn't seen you all for a while, so it was also made time go quicker that yeah, way. Yeah, it was yeah, nice to a, see you all. A comeback capture. Yeah, 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 no yeah. one cares. About <laughs> <laughs> However, I mean, <laughs> Last Jedi still a diabolical film. Still the best film of 2018. <laughs> or it was 2017. Wasn't it? it was 2017. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Christmas. Um, that was that was completely false. That wasn't fact. Ignore, ignore that. <laughs> Do you want to give a rating for? What? I'm, no, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say no the rise of the skywalker because the skywalker. I, I mean i'll let you give a rating but i don't know if i want to give one myself i'll give it a three out of five just because i i liked it i didn't hate it it's just but i know that the next time i watch it it's all like video game plot that you alluded to before yeah. it's all we've got to go here to find this to collect to find out where, where go collect the dagger because the dagger will point out the shorelines get yeah. to the way it seemed like a mess i thought it was a mess. Yeah, uh, a video and in some ways, you can kind of tie that into the, the actual the, the title film that we're talking about tonight, The uh, Irishman. There's, there's a little bit of a mess, but I mean, at least The Irishman sorted out better that way. I mean, hope, there was a lot of uh, going backwards and forwards, and at least it, Irishman was actually on about different time. Hope, I hope things. you don't mind if I kind of omit myself from giving a rating. Purely because when I watched the film... No, we didn't need a rating, Nick, I'm afraid. purely because when i watched the film in cinema i was so tired that i was falling asleep a lot through and this is nothing to do with the film i remember enjoying the film i just was so tired that i like i feel like i can't give a correct that's fine yeah so so i i I, I do want to watch it again and then we can give it a rating next time yeah, maybe maybe another time I'll give it a rating. But yeah. um, you're copping out now heavily. I'm, I'm, but I'll I'm, give I'm, you I am going to omit myself from giving yeah, a rating for that yeah. film. No problem, Jimbo. Two point five. That's more than I thought. The way you were talking about yeah. it, but I thought you I know. Gonna, I can you know say the only reason why I'm saying this. Like a one yeah, by point, point no, five. No, I don't, I don't. I think that that uh, JJ Abrams recuperated himself quite a lot and utilized the special effects and all that. And the acting was really good in it, to be honest with you. And I loved Richard E. Grant's role in it. Richard E. Grant, I didn't even know I liked that guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Richard E. Grant honest, like, was I, incredible I, as I, that I, role. I feel, I feel like he, he, like J.J. Abrams probably should have started the film with, like, say, like Luke um, Ray waking up, going, "What a weird dream that was," and the entirety of. The Last Jedi just being a dream, yeah. yeah. But but he's managed to work his way around it instead of doing that, and I think he's done a good job at it. He he could, if he, he did that, he would he would have been like basically taking the piss out of Ryan Johnson. No, but exactly. Well, but to be fair, though, he does a, a few points in it that where it does feel like he's taking the piss out of him. There's one bit where Ray tries to throw throw a lightsaber away, and Luke catches it, and it's like you should treat a Jedi weapon with respect. Referring to the fact that in the last film, he threw it over the yeah, shoulder. Yeah, exactly. Thing is, though, <clears throat> I, I I appreciate you, JJ, but don't fucking fuck with your own franchise. I understand you're well, trying to take the piss. I know what you mean. It feels a bit like yeah. You can't fuck with your own franchise that you've been yeah. involved at the beginning of the end. I mean, okay, you can take the piss out of the middle privately, but don't fuck up the whole trilogy for that. In front of everyone. <laughs> pretty. That's pretty pathetic, in my opinion. Feels like they'll get like Ryan Johnson back into the next one, and he'll have pops at JJ. And <laughs> like I say, go, going back I, to that, I mean, I mean, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Disney are not going to rehire Ryan Johnson. I don't think so. Which is a shame because Ryan Johnson is a better director than JJ no, Abrams. No no, is. no, 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 yeah, but 
in this kind of universe, he's not, is he? He's, 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 he's obviously more, uh, more better... Um, Character-driven and story-driven no, no, and no, interesting things. No, yeah. literally, literally that, though. But, like, Star Wars is more about the action. It's more about the uh, special effects and stuff, I think. I, the only, I'd, li- I'd love to agree with you, Nick, but, however, the only thing I realised that J.J. Abrams is good at is recreating things. He's really good at recreating historical events. He should become a director of films that make things in the old <laughs> days, like the original you know, like episode, uh, New Hope. Yeah. He's basically recreating New Hope. Uh, but when it comes to actual films, if you look at the list of films that both of them have produced, uh, I mean, going back to um, the, the films that both of them have actually made, um, Knives Out. Yep. Fantastic film. I think we'll get on to that in a minute, but yeah. maybe we should finish the Star Wars one first. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm sure we could link this on, but I mean, because like, like, I think they're both simple. You know, that he's, he's directed a Star Wars film as well. So do you want to segue? Segue into uh, Knives segue. Out? Segway. Five's in. Five's yeah. into Knives Out. Have you just, seen Knives Out? Just to say, Nick, you've not watched it, have you, Knives Out? But No, uh, no. No spoilers here for Knives Out, so we'll keep it spoiler-free. Okay. But, uh, we'll just say, uh, Jimbo, have you got the Knives Out for Knives Out? Yeah, I'm absolutely massively knifey spoony out for Knives <laughs> yeah. Out. Yeah. Um, so uh, what, massive what effort, think? massive effort from Ryan Johnson, um, and it pisses all over Star Wars, <laughs> in my opinion. I I really liked Knives Out. I th- me too. The, mo- the more I think about it, the better it gets in, in yeah. my memory, kind of yeah. thing. Anna de Armas is not only aesthetically pleasing, but she's yeah. No, you're right. Like uh, Anna de Armas, she was in like Blade Runner and yep. uh, Knock Knock and stuff, and people. And she's think, in the new James Bond film as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, she's a, a beautiful looking lady. Yeah, we can all we can all agree. But she was also amazing. Uh, her acting was amazing in Knives Out. I thought uh, incredible. I mean, and she was the main character in it, really. What I was going to say, I think her and Daniel Craig kind of yeah, share the main character did. part. Like, but. And I think Dan- I, I, I've never been a massive Daniel Craig fan. This new start, this, this new James Bond film is uh, has got Anna de Armas and Daniel Craig in it. So I don't know what to expect, what to expect for Bond Twenty Five, whatever it is now. Yeah, no time to die. No time to die. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it'll be good. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big James Bond fan, but from yeah, myself. the older films, I, I love all of them to be honest. But just I'm segue, not a big fan of that. I mean, Daniel Craig films. I mean, I'm not really see, a big I, fan. I, of. I like, I love Skyfall. I think Skyfall might be the best Bond film to be honest. No, I, I, Skyfall is definitely the best Daniel Craig film in my yeah, opinion, and I really like Spectre. But just to, Sphincter, uh, Sphincter. Yeah. <laughs> just to go on a tangent. What did you think of the trailer for No Time to Die? Uh, I don't know, it, look, it looks interesting. That's all I can really mention. I can't really deduce it from there. Obviously, we've tried to deduce for the, the new um, uh, Christopher Nolan film. Yeah, we tried to deduce it from that. I mean, we can try our best, but but I mean, I I love the look of it. There's one stunt involving a uh, Bond on a motorbike where he jumps over like this. this kind of like castle wall and I yeah. thought that looks great like, looks pretty good they've um, always used practical special effects yeah, and I love seeing the blowing yeah. up of cars I mean who doesn't love yeah. that there's an explosion inspector which is just the best explosion I've ever seen where like he blows up Blofeld's lair mm. don't know if you remember that at all but I think it costs about 50 million to do or something <laughs> is that uh, Christoph Waltz who's played uh, like Blofeld and he's back nah, in this one as Blofeld as well is he really yeah yeah well, that's interesting yeah. well sorry 
to get back onto a <laughs> what we knives out. Knives, knives out. out. <laughs> Great film. It's definitely worth a watch. I'd highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, it's got the right level of humor to it. It's got the right level of comedy, and it's got I don't know. It's got everything that can grip you. Like you mentioned, Anna Diarmas is, is quality is the uh, mm. and she actually she, I did. She's not just. Um, sort face. of pretty face. She's not. <laughs> she's actually a genuinely good actress. She's really good. And there's a big, uh, big cast in this as well, like Jamie Lee Curtis. It, it's, it's an ensemble cast. Chris 100%. Evans, Don Johnson, big. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, uh, Michael Shannon is in it. I love Michael Shannon as well. Great, what a great yeah. And I think they're all really good. They're all yeah. at the top yeah. of the game. And it all works together so well. Yeah. And I didn't... I, one thing I would... I'd say, uh, maybe maybe um, Daniel Craig's American accent oh, isn't Daniel great. Daniel Craig. Or, southern, or southern, southern States American accent isn't great. But it's I, it's you know not what? that bad that you, do, you can forget about it quite quick. This is a couple of things. Like I watched the trailer for Knives Out and I thought, I'm not going to like this film. I don't get on with Ryan Johnson as just sense of filmmaking kind of thing but the trailer does it a disservice I think when you watch the film I love Ryan the... Johnson literally it's actually improved my opinion on the Star Wars it's actually given me a higher uh, expectation from Star Wars films in future actually yeah. because I always used to think that J.J. That, uh, Abrams would be the best Star Wars director of, of the modern world but actually looking at uh, <laughs> looking at the films that this guy's pumping out and which guys that uh, Ryan Johnson's pumping out 100% Ryan Johnson Looper that's one of my favorite sci-fi films mm, of the last cool. 10 years 100% but and I'm hoping that the the, 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 the new um, what's the guy's name Al Pacino the new uh, Robert De Niro He's not. He's not. No, no, <laughs> who, who are you on about? Sorry, I'm t- sorry. I was talking about another sci-fi director now. J.J. Abrams, <laughs> Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> You've been dead for a while, but um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, Christopher I'm, Nolan. Yeah, Christopher Nolan. He <laughs> was there in my brain. I, See, I, I, you were saying new, you were saying new, and I was trying to think of like someone an up, an up and coming director. Yeah, or yeah. Like Sorry, I meant like James Gunn or something. <laughs> Sorry, I meant a guy who's making a film soon. But, but in terms of like the trailer, like the trailer had a few like comedy beats in it, and I, you know, you guys know that I'm funny with comedy. Like I don't find stuff funny that the majority of people find funny. Yeah, you autistic, aren't you? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the autistic powers. Yeah. I was watching the uh, the trailer. idiot savant. Yeah, <laughs> watching the trailer for Knives Out, and I was like, I do not like the comedy of this at all. I'm not. I'm not gelling with this. But in the, the film made me laugh. The actual film yeah, was really good. Like, good. Uh, it remind, have, you, have you ever seen um, Inside Number Nine, the TV program? No. It's made by the same people who made uh, League, of, League of Gentlemen. I've, I've never seen that either. I've right. heard, I, know, I know of it, but I've never watched it. You should watch it's, it's, it. In some episodes of Inside Number Nine, they, they make a joke of the fact that it's similar, that their program is similar to like uh, Black Mirror or something like that. It's like they do. Um, an unusual sort of twist on a like a short pro, short film within like a half an hour period, um, and it, it it seemed very similar to that. I thought highly recommend Inside Number Nine, um, and I ins- obviously if you if if you, if you if you like Black Mirror, you'll probably like Inside Number Nine as well. Yeah, but there's a couple of a couple of bits in Knives Out like Daniel Craig, where again you mentioned the accent. Mm. I was fine with it in the actual film. Uh, yeah. There's one bit where he has a, a speech about trying to unravel the mystery. And it's like a, a donut hole 
within a bigger donut hole. And you got another donut inside that donut. Inside that donut hole is another donut hole. And I, I thought all that was great. Like, yeah, uh, brilliant. I think it's called Benoit Blanc in the film. It's not meant to be like yeah. Benoit, like Chris Benoit, who murdered his chil- children and wife. Entire family. And yeah. Blanc is in like Matt LeBlanc, like from Friends. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. it's like a cross between those two. And I think actually his character plays a similar role to both of those two people. Bit, bit fiery, <laughs> and also yeah. a character from Friends. So, yeah. I mean, if you're into that, I'd definitely recommend watching that film. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. But yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, a, a big fan of a uh, big, big fan. But there's talk of like that character Benoit Blanc being yeah, like uh, an Inspector Clouseau kind of thing. Yeah, where so he's going to actually Johnson will do other films with him. Ryan, as John is, Ryan Johnson is planning on doing other films with James Bond, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, which I can't wait for because I used to think Ryan Johnson was a bad guy, but actually now I've looked at some of the films he's done, I've watched them, and actually. Ryan Johnson is a really decent director, especially when it comes thinking. to like comedy stuff. Watching The Last Jedi on Friday, I was like, "This isn't that bad, actually." <laughs> no, I mean that might be an, that might be uh, an example where it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, however, most of the other stuff that Ryan Johnson's done, I've been a massive fan of. So. In term, I mentioned the comedy before, how I found it funnier than I thought it'd be. There were, there were scenes in the film where the family in the film are all pretending to be really friendly with Anna Diarmas, who's like their. Uh, Servant, yeah, kind of, sort of. It was kind of like she was the nurse once she, yeah, fall. and it was almost getting onto a racist level of well, that's it, the, yeah. And they're also when they're being interviewed by Benoit Blanc, they're all saying, like, oh, yeah, we're all you know, we're all good friends with Anna Diamas. Uh, we think immigration, there's a big pl- political angle to it, and they're all saying, we think sh- uh, immigration is great. Uh, we think, like, one of the people say, like, we think all the people from Venezuela should come over here. She's not from Venezuela. She's from, <laughs> I think she's from Mexico in the film. That's lovely. They all think she's from a different country. Like, uh, they're like, oh yeah, she's from Bolivia. It's like, no. <laughs> literally not from that place. It yeah. made me laugh, you know, like the, the comedy. It, it, it was, was literally a, good, a, like. a comedy, like anti sort of posh racism that's going, that's going around. I thought that was yeah. pretty cool. And like, it's not just that, like, the, I don't, I don't feel the film takes a side in terms of left wing or right wing because like within the family, the young son is quite right wing, yeah, and they all call him a Nazi and stuff. But the other ones are all left wing, but they're yeah. all just as awful as each other. Kind they're of all thing, just but. a Nazi. In fact, is it, you never really actually get to meet the Nazi one, do you? Really, you see the him, kid. yeah, it, it you never say see much, him. Does it? But then you see uh, the guy who plays like is it, what, what's that? What's that superhero called? Super- uh, Captain America or something? Chris Evans. Is that Chris Evans? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but his character is important in that, in, in, in yeah. that film as well, isn't it? Let's like say they're all just awful people. But uh, it does a thing, Nick, as well, where, like Columbo, the TV show, it shows you in the first few minutes who the actual killer is. They turn around and go, ah. Yeah, and it, but then it goes on from there to like have twist upon twist on, in terms right. of, even though you've seen what happened in the actual murder, there's layers of it afterwards. Like, in okay, terms of, that's interesting. So it's like a Columbo episode. It'll show you who the killer is, then it shows you how the inspector catches the killer kind of thing like okay. that's yeah. one of the best sort of whodunits I've seen for a very long time it's, it's one of those genres that they don't really make films like that anymore no. they did a murder on the Orient Express like last year mm, which, they was, did, I, I which actually okay. had Daisy Ridley in it didn't it yeah, from the, right, Star yeah. Wars yeah connection there but I thought that was okay I wasn't a massive fan of it but I thought it was okay yeah but this is well and that Ben Kingsley in it as well didn't it like Ben Kingsley I don't know about Ben Kingsley did he not Richard, oh, Kenneth Branagh was a uh, and it had bloody M from James Bond in it, didn't it? What's it name? Johnny, I don't think so. Now Johnny Depp. No, in Johnny it. Depp was in it. Yeah. Johnny Daisy Depp was Ridley. In it. Maybe I'm making my own film. Up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Sounds> <laughs> Who I to, wish. 
Sounds better, yeah. Get this yeah. cast together. I'll, I will do, yeah. I'll just try that and try and do that in future. <laughs> but uh, have you got anything else for Knives Out you want to mention? Oh, there's one other comedy scene in the film as well where uh, Benoit Blanc is uh, interrogating Jamie Lee Curtis using little tricks to try and catch her mm. out. And she's like, you know, Inspector, you can use all the tricks in the book, but you will not get me or any, anyone else in the family to badmouth our own family. Yeah. Then it cuts to Don Johnson. He's like, oh, slagging oh, off the whole family. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that is the best film that Ryan Johnson has done for a very long time. Yeah. That and Looper, there, there is two swan, it's two uh, amazing pieces. You, you really wanted to call it his swan, swan song? That would mean, yeah, <laughs> I did actually, but that would mean it'd be the last one. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you want to give her? Knives Out in terms of a rating... Five out of five. Is that your first five star film? I don't think Smashed I've ever it. heard you give a film a five out of five. No, yeah. Ever. I was not expecting that. Yeah, sorry, I, 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 I feel like you've given the likes of fucking um, True Romance two out of five. <laughs> how how is this a five out of higher five? Higher than the Irishman. Exactly. Higher, higher than the Irishman. Better film. Better I'm, film than the Irishman. I am blown away, James. Blown better film than the Irishman. I mean, I'm I've, I've not I'm yet to see it, but um, okay. In, in my I mean, everybody might feel differently th- than me, but I think that it was just put together a lot better than The Irishman. No, that's fair. No, it's fair enough. I'm going to give it a four out of five, but I'm doing the uh, the whole cheating letterbox thing again. I want to give it a 4.5, but I'll rewatch it again in the new year. So, I'll John, pump, I think I'll, the second that you watch it, it I can't. I'll, the, the only reason I'm saying this is because I can't wait to watch it again. I'll bump it up to a 4.5, I yeah. think. Uh, because the Irishman, I mean, to be fair, I only watched it last night and I will watch it again, but I actually, I cannot wait to watch um, Knives Out. Knives Out. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, yeah, I'll give it, yeah, I've said that, then I'll give it a four out of five. Four out so, of five, yeah. Okay, Nick, what have you uh, watched this week? Well... <laughs> but whilst, whilst we were on the top, of the main film was a Netflix film. I, I watched one by another big director, to be fair, yep. on a Netflix original, uh, Michael Bay. He's, he's, Michael he's, Bay. he's done he's done he's done classics like uh, the Bad the, Boys, the, 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 the Transformers, and um, Armageddon. Armageddon, classic film. It's amazing. He's done quite a good. Uh, quite I, good I, I can't fault him on some of them, but Six Underground. Wasn't that? Wasn't great. <laughs> it wasn't great. No, it, it was. It was. I mean, it's Ryan Reynolds. I, 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 I have a lot of time for. It. I know certain people don't have a lot of time for Ryan Reynolds, but I have a lot of time for myself. I don't mind him. He's all right. Um, he's, 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 well, James, James is a big fan of him directing films. He said before he directed. <laughs> I know, yeah. you're, you're, a, you're a big fan of him directing wise. Hundred percent. Yeah, uh... I don't know this one. Like you could tell it was a Michael Bay film because. Because explosions were just far too unnecessary. Yeah. Like, like, like in Transformers and in Armageddon, like there's a lot of explosions, but in this one, it was just unnecessary. It just didn't need to be that explosive. I like. think it always has been. To be honest, I'm sure there's a bit in The Rock where like a tram car gets this derailed and just blows up. But this just <laughs> it's like why did that, I, why did that blow up? I don't know. It just it felt so unnecessary with this film. I'm not. I'm not going to go into it in great detail. I, I I didn't think it was the greatest film. I didn't even think it was a good film. I thought it was perfectly okay. Are you going as far as to say it's shit? 
I'm not going to say shit. I, I'm going to say it was okay. Well, that's fair enough. Oh, I thought God. you were going to absolutely slam it kind of thing. But... No, no, I mean, it was okay. Well, that's fair enough. Um, that's as far as I can go, though. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. Since getting that 4K telly, my like habits have changed. <laughs> I want to watch this now just because it's in 4K on Netflix. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, normally, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't care to... Care you want to watch it in high def, don't you? So Yeah, the old HD, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was it that you said that I've watched? Oh, oh, sorry. Before we go on to that, what what have you... What are you rating? What, what's I'm, it called? Um, <laughs> six Underground. I mean, I'm just like, before we carry on, I'm going to like... It, it, the premise is just weird of this film. It's just like a load of people that have like died, but they've not really died. They've kind of faked their own death. Well, you know, what, what does this sound like? Tenet or Tenet? No, 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 what I was thinking no, of then, no, actually. No, yeah, to be yeah. fair, it does seem like a similar kind of premise, but um, I don't know. I feel like Christian Is it Nolan, a sci-fi thing, uh, is it? Or? Kind of, yeah, but I feel, I feel like Christopher Nolan's going to do a better job of it if I'm honest. Yeah. Fair enough. But, um, he's an arsehole, but he knows what he's doing. That's the main thing we need to know about this. Yeah, but but I don't know. I'm, 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 I don't think I can give it higher than a three. I'm, it's, I, I think That's three. way better than I thought you'd give it. No. I, I know, I know. I've, I've been, I've, I've been almost, I, I was going to say bigging it up, but I've been, I've been lowing it up. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure, Nick, you're on record as being a Michael Bay hater. I think you gave Armageddon like, a zero out of five one. Was that right? I'm sure you gave it a zero or oh, one out of five. I couldn't have done that. No, I liked fucking Armageddon. I swear you've given it like a one out of five or I something. I couldn't like, have done that. Like two years ago or something. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, if there's actually any fans who are listening, <laughs> I want to know if I gave this a shit rating because I, I think I like that film. Oh, I, I thought you just hate Michael Bay, hated Michael Bay or something. I just, or? I don't... I, the thing is, I don't like some of his latest um, introductions into the uh, Transformers universe. Some of them are okay, but some of the other ones are shite. Yeah, it's but a this one, this, this one either. probably has rate a lot lower than some of his Transformer films. Like that's we giving it three out of five. Though that's not, three not bad. Five, like, so. it, yeah. Yep, nice one. Like I said, I will check it out at some point just because it's in four K. So yeah, mm. I'll give it a watch. Oh and Jimbo, I believe you were going to talk about The Lighthouse. Yeah, that's a, a really interesting film that's just come out. This is this is a film that I've seen trailers for and I'm so interested in because, one, I love Willem Dafoe. Yep. Um, Robert Patterson's doing amazing things at yep, the moment. I'm, I'm loving it. And, and this film, it, it looks incredible. I've, I've, all I've got to base that off is the trailer, but it looks mm. amazing so far. Um, you, you've seen it, though, so... Right All I can say is literally Robert Pattinson, love him in pre previous roles such as Twilight. Twilight, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> not a massive. I think I think that's where he got his he, he, he cut his cut his cut teeth his from there. Teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, cut it, his it, vampire teeth from there. It, 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 it must be Harry Potter that you like. Nah, nah. <laughs> what was the name of the All film? The <laughs> what, what was the name of the film that he was in? That actually, did, uh, good, good time, time. Yep. good time, brilliant film. He's done a few. Uh, yeah, he's been, he's been a bit. Different. He's done. A, he's done a few good ones and a few bad ones. Well, in the film, I mean, he's it, been there like, the whole time. Right, but so. let me just like kind of try, kind of sum this film up in one, right? William Defoe is the uh, the lighthouse master, and this young fella comes up, and 
basically like Willem Dafoe is kind of uh, he's the he's a big boy. It's like his understudy kind of thing. Like, sort yeah. of, yeah. Uh, are we going to say spoiler alert? Oh, you weren't going to spoil this. You weren't going to spoil <laughs> it. Oh, sorry, I'm not allowed to spoil this. Okay, <laughs> well, all I can say then is that it's definitely worth watching. It's uh, directed by Robert Eggers, who did The Witch. The oh, Witch was a weird oh, one as well. No, yeah, I, I did, I did know that, yeah. Yeah, um, um, yeah that, that interests me even more. That's the kind of film, The Witch, where it took me a few viewings to properly get into it. But mm. when I did, I think The Witch is class. What was it in yeah. a northern bloke? He was from Yorkshire or something. Who was the... Chris uh, Finch from The Office. Fantastic actor. I still don't know his name. We mentioned him in the last episode. I think we did, didn't he we? He was in Chernobyl. And we he was. We didn't know his name then either. Because he, he's played two uh, Russian actors yeah. over that same period because he played a Russian actor in... Um, you can tell me. Uh, in... <laughs> oh, the death of Stalin! The death of Stalin, because, or the fall of Stalin, or something. Death of Stalin. Well, because we spoke about that on the last episode as well. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I mean, I'm just trying to get my uh, because we were on about Chris Finch, but we still don't know his, the actor's name. But we keep doesn't really matter, does it? Not but really. he's a fucking good actor. He's a northern actor, and he's, a, he's like a ready, ready, yeah, up, up tight with it, right? There's the one bit in uh, the office when he creeps up behind David Brent. It's like it's a, creepy. I'm already here, you fat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, great, what a fantastic actor! So sorry, really. is he in this? Oh no, he was in the witch. That's why we got onto yeah, that yeah. one. He, he was in the witch, yeah. and the same director is the one who Robert did. Eggers. Yeah, yeah. But, but but but, uh, but you you rate it highly, would you? Then yeah. I would actually. Inf- yeah. What are you giving it? Better than the witch. Or what did you give the witch? Oh, I mean, <laughs> out of five. Well, I don't know. What what are you rating the lighthouse out of five? The lighthouse out of five. Out of five. Thing is, what did I say about Star Wars? You gave that a 2.5. At and least a 3.5 then. Is that it? Is that all you're giving it? Oh you, my God. You gave Knives out a five? Uh, oh, sorry. That's what I meant. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I feel really bad now. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realise the rating system is better than Knives Out. So six out of five? Yeah, six out of five. Oh my God. <laughs> we, we, we don't have many six out of fives that often. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's I can a, only recommend that you go, you drop, you stop watching this podcast, listen to this podcast now and just uh, just uh, go, go, and go to the cinema and watch it. Yeah, that's you... fair enough. I mean, I'm dying to watch it. I, think I am dying. It officially comes out in January. Absolutely fantastic. Through, so. And do you know what? I, mean, you, I don't know what you think it's going to be. Like, it's not it's what not you. That. No, yeah. no, 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 no. It's not. It's not what you think it's going to be. I've listened to a few clips of it where Willem Dafoe was just giving a speech about being a lighthouse keeper to her. Yeah. Person. And I was just like, what is this film? Do you know <laughs> what? Willem Dafoe, some of his. He's got a monologue in it, multiple monologues. And um, the guy out of bloody. That vampire film. Par Pats. He's pissed him off. And he says something, and Willem Dafoe just fucking like just shouts at him and goes, "You watch your fucking wee boy, I tell you whatever." And he just the way he tells a story, he tells him a fucking story into the shop, and it's incredible. This is Willem Dafoe's. I'd go as far as go as far as say it's Willem Dafoe's best film. No, better than Spider Man. (laughs) (laughs) Spider Man Two or whatever it was. was What's that? uh, What's that thing you wanted? Um, something Satan. Where he flopped his knob out. Aquaman. 
No, no, I know what you mean. No, no you're talking about uh, the, the one where he gets the Antichrist. Like, Antichrist. Antichrist. Where he flops his willy out. Are you sure it's as good as that? Oh, you well, don't want to flop his knob out. You always see his fucking knob hanging out. No, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, like on, on Willem Dafoe, like all of his films are always like quite out there, aren't they? Like he's he's always done these dead out there um, roles. I feel like he's perfectly chose these roles, which are just he's a fucking pervert. That's why no, no, he's not, like, he flops his no, knob no, out in that film because he's done Antichrist and um, Antichrist is disgraceful. <laughs> that, that, I mean, I thought I thought that was incredible his performance anyway. Oh, and um, but if you're interested in I, 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 actual I'm, performance, what, if you're interested in performance, one, one interested of, in actual film, something that's got a story and it's actually filmed, literally, it's a square. What, what, you're not going to get if you on your fucking seventy inch TV. John, one, one, no one, one of my fav- one of my actual favorite films is uh, Boondock Saints, and he. Oh he, my god! He, him okay, in go that he, him in that film is incredible. I think I think I think I think like he's just he's got this amazing. Um, I think if you like Boondock um, Saints, you'll like this film. I, 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 I think like he's got this incredible. Oh, what's it called? Um, Gravitas. Range. He's got this incredible range in characters. Like, yeah. like I can watch him in one film, being like, for example, Boondock Saints, being this like gay detective, um, to 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 be to yeah. be in like the Green Goblin, the Green Goblin. Yeah. and 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 I, believe, Marvel I think daddy. it's I think it's incredible watching him in anything that he does. Like, it's amazing. I mean, I know we were joking before, but I genuinely think as the Green Goblin, he is class. Like, he's so good. He's All I can man. really say is that you should need to watch this film. I'm, I'm dying to watch it, mate. I'm not sure if we even mentioned it. The, the Lighthouse. Of the year, but The Lighthouse was on my top five of films to watch this year. And they've pushed the, the release date back so much that I'm not going to see so it. JT, so honestly, now it's uh, The Lighthouse to is... To be pop- watched film in 2020. 2020. The Lighthouse is the best film I've watched for about... Two or three months or something like that. All right. It's the oh, best film for a long time. All right, we've, we've not all been abroad, so we'll watch it. We'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll yeah. watch it. Sorry, next I've year. been I've been travelling about. Like, <laughs> can I just segue from that though? Uh, I mentioned at the start of the year, like that was one of my must-watch films. Another one is a film called Uncut Gems by uh, the Safdie brothers, who directed Good Time that you mentioned. Yep. Which is a film about a jewel heist with Adam Sandler. And their film got pushed back to 2020 as well, and that's a Netflix film now. I'm not gonna lie, like until you just mentioned it now, that is one of my most anticipated films. I yeah. really want to see it. Apparently, even Adam Sandler, even though he's quite famously just kind of a, a joke, actor. a joke uh, of an actor. Yeah. No, not a joke of an actor, but he's a comedy. He'll do actor. comedy stuff. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, apparently, his performance in this is incredible as I well. Like, so. like, everything about it. Like I was dying to watch it back in January, and like it's been pushed back and put. I think like US and the Canada have got it and stuff, but we've got to wait until oh, really? January to watch it. But well, now I mean, Netflix. I'm so. sure we can use this on the next a next podcast. We can talk about it. We could film. do. We could make it a main review. No, definitely, gems, yeah, yeah, maybe. definitely. Maybe. So those two are on my. My two watch in 2020. Are, are, are we doing this as a, a segue, segue to, in, to this? Yep, yep. So I've into got, what? I've into, got three other films here. So we're going to do a segue into the like our most anticipated films. Of For 2020, yeah. Okay. I've got three other films here I'll just mention. Uh, a Quiet Place Part 2. Dying to watch that. <laughs> Never um, heard of it. Literally, I'll, genuinely I'll, didn't know they were making this. I, 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 yeah. I, won't, I won't go too much into it, but I watched the first one literally last week. For the first time, yeah, um, I, I think it's amazing. I think it's a great film. Apart from that bloody daughter, she can. Yeah. Sort of, I hate her. She, she, she's, she's awful. She's one of them though. Like the more I've watched it, I've watched it about three or four times now. And 
you do come around to her kind of oh, thing. Oh, really? Yeah, I feel like you do kind of thing. But when I, when I first watched it, I hated her kind of thing. I hate but, her. I mean, personally, I've watched it once. I hate her yeah. at the moment, so. But uh, like, like James mentioned then, I knew they were making A Quiet Place too, but I heard the other day it's coming out in April. And it's like, what, you filmed it? Like, I know, it's already it's done. Finished. Yeah, yeah. yeah, amazing. So, yeah, it's happening in April, apparently. Uh, wow. And it carries on directly it's got, after part um, one. James McAvoy in it, hasn't it? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure he's... Uh, I mean... I know, like, nothing about it. Do, so. do, don't quote me on that, but I think, I think like, they've obviously introduced new actors into it. I think James McAvoy might be in it. Uh, no. Either that or someone else, but I think it's him. It's Have one we, of them where... We've all seen... Um, a Quiet Place. Yeah, we've all seen that, but we've all seen the new Quentin Tarantino film, haven't we? Oh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. I mean, what we got to say about this? Well, I mean, I, I love it, mate, but I know you're not a big fan, so... I've not you... seen it. Uh... <laughs> 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 I'm not the end of that yeah. conversation. And that's the end of that chapter. <laughs> you know what, though? Talking about future episodes, we could probably cover that in January, maybe. No, to be fair, like... like we should do it never time, but... We, we, we have discussed for a while now about doing a, a, a maybe one-off special episode about... Um, like, well, a, maybe talking about um, Tarantino's films or... Can I make a suggestion? Our next episode, in a fortnight's time or whatever... Yeah, yeah will be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as the main review. Then after that, we'll do the Tarantino pod about his I've first like four or five films. Or are, we, are we cutting this out of the old... Uh... No, I'm... I'm, a, I'm... Chuck it... I like that. I'm, I'm, I'm Everybody else can brainstorm- hear what, what you're thinking. Exactly, I'm brainstorming live on air. Oh, no, definitely, so. definitely. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. But, are you okay with well, that? Well, because you're lazy to delete it. <laughs> pretty <laughs> no, much. No, pretty but much. <laughs> but absolutely, yeah, absolutely. But are you okay with that? Next, next episode, pod. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep. Top five of 2019. Yep. Same episode. And then we'll uh, do a Tarantino pod after that. I've got a few films, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's so um, weird to, to, to try and choose the ones of this year. No, no. Yeah, yeah well, you'll, you'll have to think about it, mate. See what, see what your top five films are. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, do, I'll try my best. Now, I, I mentioned... Once upon a time in Hollywood as the main review because that might appear on my list, so okay, <laughs> might be quite high up as well. So okay. might be, it might be. So more than the Irishman, you think? Yeah, <laughs> really, you like the uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood more than the Irishman? I think I do. Yeah. Wow, I never I thought th- I'd think you. Don't I'd never thought I thunk you thunk. Please it. don't quote me on this because I might flip flop completely by the time it comes around to it. Well, we we these microphones. <laughs> knowing you, John. And knowing the fact that you came out of Star Wars on Friday, loving the film, and oh, now I liked it. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. When you came out of the film, you had a higher opinion. Knives out. It's and, ten and, times and, better. Than and, <laughs> and now, what? Three days later, you're not that highly loving it. Well, so so so. But it's interesting to get I'm, I'm just saying, of it from time. Um, all I'm saying line. is John John's opinions flip flops are very very a lot. I it, totally admit that. Yeah, hundred yeah, <laughs> yeah, percent. Um, but um, as, what were you saying about? We're, we're, we're on yeah. what, um, most anticipated, weren't we? Uh, of twenty twenty, yep. Tenet really is the most t- anticipated of next year, in my opinion. See, that's not even on my list, that, but you've got that as number one. I, I mean, Tenet is literally I mean, my we, number we, one. We, we spoke about the trailer in the news bit, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, like, as I said before, um, Christopher Nolan. You can't go like, wrong with the um, guy, I, can't I, you? Really? I, 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 don't, I don't think there's a film of his. And like, I don't I mean, know whether or not we've we got this on, on record of what we were talking about before, but like, it seems as though there is some sort of weird double sort of... Um, 
time time time, time travel to... we spoke about this on on we've covered this mate yeah. we, 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 have, we, 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 have, we have covered it we have covered it yeah but um no i mean i'm i'm, I'm anticipated this is one of my most highly anticipated of 2020 yeah, yeah, 2020. yeah. Um, i mean fucking but I, I think you've got more on your list. Which, Two more, yep. Which I think I agree with, to be honest. The other one is Halloween Kills, comes out in October. Is, it, is this a sequel to the most recent Halloween? To the Halloween reboot, yep. I've got no idea what's going to happen other than Jamie Lee Curtis is back in it. So. Who directed, John? I think it's David Gordon Green who's back in it, who directed the last one, who did Pineapple Express. <laughs> You can't I was going to say, is this produced by Thingy again? Uh, Danny McBride. Danny McBride, yeah. is it? Yeah. Danny McBride so. produced it. Yeah, well, he produced the last one. And he wrote However, the, I mean... The last one, yeah. Do you know one thing I, I... One thing I think and one thing that I see is that I love Danny McBride and I love the sort of fraternity, whatever it's called, that they've got going on. They've got... <laughs> they've got... Um, this is the end. This is the end. Pineapple Express. Yep. That and might, I'm talking about more of the actors that were in oh, them as well. James Franco. Yep. Uh, Seth Rogen. Yep. Uh, Michael Sarah. <laughs> is that it? Something yeah. Robin, yeah. Um, Jordan Hill. He was in uh, This Is Thingy The End. Robinson, Jordan Hill. I mean, um, I love all Craig them Robinson. fucking actors. Craig, Craig Robinson. Why not keep them for something interesting? I don't know. Um, I mean, I... Like this new Halloween film, I think it actually... They've actually done a good job What was it? The, yeah, yeah. You know, the new Halloween... F- I think I've seen it. I think, yeah. I think I've seen it. You don't like it? it. No. So, <laughs> I think you can tell it's written by Danny McBride because there's some really funny stuff. It, in it is quite funny. No, I, think Danny, I love Danny McBride uh, uh, in general. Mm. I think he's a hilarious character. However, he should stick to hilarity rather than No, no, horror. no. No, I, th- I, th- I think this is John's point, though. I think, like, even though it is a horror film... What about this new... St- I, th- I, th- I, think, I, think, I think because it's a horror film, but it's, it's like... An eighties horror film, kind of, um, they, 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 like an eighties an horror. If you watch it back now, it almost is comedy at this point, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, some of it. Like, no, what's I mean, that for? And, 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 Friday the Thirteenth. Exactly, and and and, they, and and they've used that in their, um, they've, they've yeah. used that to their advantage to kind of make this hilarious, uh, funny and yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, there's no. another film that they've done, isn't there? Like, uh, like another another side. I no, well, a sci-fi film. It was bloody uh, Alien. Alien Covenant or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Alien Covenant. Danny, Danny McBride and Franco were both in it. And yeah. I'm sure McBride was involved in, in the writing. McBride process. was, uh, he actually played a character in it, which I yeah. think he did a really good job of that. But Franco was in it as well. Franco he? was in yeah. it. He yeah. died in the first yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. But killed off straight away. Yeah, yeah. murder. Sorry. Uh, he wrote a lot of it as well. Yeah. You're I mean, sure. I love the fact that they're trying their best with these massive franchises. Let's just keep it to fucking... Let's just make another fucking... You know, like a, a another, well, another Stoner movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, to be fair... You should mean, just stick to what they know. No, no, to be fair, I, I think they've done the class job. I, I've, I've not seen Alien Coven. I, I kind of stopped watching them after a bit, but... Yeah. Um, but um, It wasn't Alien Covenant, sorry. I think that's the wrong one. No, no, it was. No, no, it was. Yeah. Oh, I've stopped watching after a bit, but... Um, um, I think they've done a great job of Halloween, if I'm honest with you. Yeah, I like the last one. I'm looking forward to the next one. I, I, so. I'm quite looking forward to this one. And see, see so that's Danny McBride who's directed it. it. No, not directed, he wrote it. He's wrote it. Oh, why? Is that a screenplay? No, I think he wrote it and he did a bit of production on it. Yeah, David, Go- David Gordon Green directed it. Who, that's cool as Who fuck. directed Panapolis Bros. That's yeah. pretty cool, yeah, yeah. And uh, Your Highness, whatever it's called. Oh. Garbage comedy. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, don't talk, we don't <laughs> talk about Your Highness. Yeah. 
What's the other one? So my, my last one, number one film of 2020 for me, No Time to Die, the new Bond film. Never seen it. Don't well, know. I've not seen it. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> All I, I can say is I, Anna I, Diarmas, Smoking Heart. Yeah. You're a big fan of her, I, aren't you? I can't talk. Yeah, I about, think she's lovely, but I can't. And talk. again, it's a fucking standard fucking bomb film. It's going to be shit. Oh well, it's directed by Kerry Fukunaga. <laughs> what else has? What other films has he directed? True Detective series one. He directed that. Okay, oh, fair really? enough. Okay, yeah. can't argue with that. Right, Carry I'm on. actually interested though. Yeah. Carry and, on. And, as, and, I was, as, I, as I was just about to state, I've I'm never been that big a fan of bomb film, but I'm interested now. now. Yeah. <laughs> This Please is what, this is why I'm so interested, Kerry fucking Arger. Please continue. He uh, he did all of True Detective Series 1. He did a film called Beasts of No Nation, which I've still Amazing not watched. Amazing film. Oh, I've never Idris watched Elba? it. That's yeah, a fucking class film, that. With, 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 uh, On Netflix. Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Everyone fucking raves about it, and I've dark. still not watched it. I've not watched it myself. That's a dark film, that So one. there's two ticks for him. Yep. And the third one, he was hired to direct it, Chapter 1. Did all of the work on it, pre-production. And then left because like he had issues about uh, I believe to do with the casting of Pennywise. Oh really? Well, he didn't like the actor who played. He him. wanted a I can't th- I can think of his name now. Uh, the young guy from Will Poulter. Oh really? He well, wanted, he didn't like him. No he, no, he wanted Will Poulter to play the clown. He won't do it. I'm not gonna lie. And the, the studio didn't want him. Fuck that. You just fucking carry on, don't you? Uh, I mean, I mean, well, obviously. Why, why not, didn't? Why did he not just? Why was he not so happy? Obviously, well, obviously, I've not seen the film with Will Poulter in it. But if I was getting paid if, that if, much money as he was, I'd be like, okay, fine, I'll take that fucking actor. But he quit that to do No Time to Die. So if No Time to Die though, it's a bomb film. It's probably gonna be shit. Well, we'll find out. If I if I think of. Um, it with Will Poulter in it. I don't like it. But think of Midsummer. Will Poulter's eye. He's got like a clown's eye. He has got a clown eye, bro. He would fit. Clown I guess eyes. he would. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think it could have been really good actually. Oh uh, yeah, maybe. But, but sorry, I, the, the reason I mentioned that is that I think it chapter one is really good. It chapter two, not so much. And Kerry Fukunaga had nothing to do with it chapter two. I'm not gonna lie, not seen the second yeah, one. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. He wrote the. He, apparently, he came up with the idea. Are you going out of the second one? Are you going out of the third one? Or is it the second one's conclusive? Part two or? finishes it. Is that it? Yeah, it does but, it. You know the whole idea of like chapter one is the kids and chapter two is the adults. He, right. Kerry Fukunaga came up with all that idea. Apparently, that, that was all his work. It's not hard, is it? Well. No, you know, I think I think it's pretty good. Like, but he did all the production work on that. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's interesting. All of the good stuff from those films came from him, kind of thing. And now he's doing No Time to Die. Which, now he's doing nothing. Well, I think I think you'll love <laughs> No Time to Die. <laughs> now he's doing fuck all, mate. Well, we'll, in April, we'll both watch this together. And I think all right, you know, we'll I think, watch it, and I'll probably think it's shit. I think you'll love it. Yeah, it's I'm got Anna the Armas in it though. She's lovely. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I might like it then. You're already on board. <laughs> Way okay. on board, mate. Yeah. Apparently, this is going to be Daniel Craig's last uh, last Bond. Yeah, last Bond. Just and one final point. Craig has mentioned. I read it today in an interview. There's, there's a weird element in the film that he's introduced. He had this weird idea of putting something in there that he's wanted to do throughout the four films. Right. So I think it'll be that like that whole thing of 007. James Bond is just a code name, a code name that gets passed on to a new people. Yeah. I mean, it seems that way, doesn't it? Yeah, that makes sense to me. That's that's yeah. I, because I, I, already seen I, I heard. I, heard I, I love I, Daniel Craig as an actor. Not, let, let, please let me let, let, let this be out of here now. I actually, I'm a big <laughs> fan of Daniel Craig, but as a James Bond, I don't think he fucking works oh, in James I think, Bond. I like him. I think he's good. 
I, I heard this. When I was growing up as a child, <laughs> James Bond is not the same guy fucking Daniel Craig is, and he's not. But this will explain why, because it's a different person every time. I, I literally, I heard this theory like a few years ago about maybe like. I mean, I, I've yeah. never been a big fan of James Bond myself, but I fucking but, love but, James. No, Nick, literally, like, sorry, right? You can't <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I fucking, I'm a massive James Bond fan. <laughs> so I heard this theory a few years ago about um, like James Bond, how where like 007 was kind of to explain, Co- yeah, to explain the fact that that the actors so changed different. every year. Yeah, um, was kind of like it was. The fact that it would make sense of it, it was a code name, and, yeah, and, it's and, more and, of a code and name, each person really. would kind of retire now, or whatever, and then someone else would take on the mantle of James Bond 007. Yeah. Um, and, and I love the idea of that. I, See, love the idea I, of I was okay with it because it's been talked about for a while now, and it was talked about before Skyfall. And I thought they might actually do it, they might do this and make it a thing. But in Skyfall, they show you Daniel Craig's parents, and it's Andrew Bond and somebody else kind of thing. The other gravestones. Oh, so it's actually so his he is name actually is Bond. James Bond. Yeah, actually called James Bond. So it doesn't make sense. So if it? they do that now, it's kind of like you've undone your own. Yeah, your own you thing. can't. You can't. Yeah, you've, you've guess, fingered your own self. I guess they can't. <laughs> I guess they can't do that now. Then can they? But I would. I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they still do it. No. Well, apparently, if there's a lady Bond, what they need to do is literally just fucking forget about James Bond. Set it back in the sixties and have fucking. Um, it's not a bad it? idea, to be honest. Uh, just make it period specific. Who was it that I said? It should have been the... Uh, Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender, that's right. Yeah. Thank you for remembering. That, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Well, I'm not going to lie. I always thought that myself anyway. So, like, it's... it's he, Michael Fassbender, was in X-Men First Class as Magneto, which was set back in that period. And he plays it like James Bond. And it's like, just just call him Bond. <laughs> Make him James Bond. Yeah. And he was in that that uh, Quentin, Tarant- Quentin Tarantino film as well, wasn't he? Oh, in Glorious Bastards. In Glorious Bastards, yeah, and he right, played yeah. like a Bond spy in that as well. Yeah. He did a really good job of it. He was basically James Bond in that film anyway. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Would have sorted that out. So, that's Bond. We'll, we'll look forward to watching that in a Yeah, I'll months. look forward to fucking, apart from that, that cute girl being it, other than that, I don't give a fuck. Who's, who's, who's the main Bond villain? Uh, it is... Uh, oh, it's um, Rami, Rami Malek, Malek, isn't it? Yeah. Rami Malek, yeah. Uh, oh, wait, Queen, which, 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 Freddie Mercury, which is literally it? another reason for me to watch a is film because I, I, like I said, I've not watched any of these Daniel Craig films. I've not watched any of them, but um, the fact that the director, Terry um, um the fact that he's doing it, that that makes me want to watch it, and the fact that Rami Malek's in it. You know what, though, you will have to watch the old ones because they actually tie in the the, the, oh, Craig, the Craig Bond is all are like a sequel to the other ones. I mean, what, what was that supposed to be? I've honestly, I've, I've, I feel like I've watched like four James Bond films in my life. Right. We're both watching them. I think they're pretty good, the Craig ones. So I literally I, I watched, I've watched all of them other than the last, maybe the last one. Spectre. Sphinxer. Sphinxer. <laughs> no, I think actually I've, I've, seen, I've seen them all. I've seen <laughs> yeah. them all. I've seen them all. Right, guys, I think we're all... Rubbish. Done. Bloody yeah, James Bond is <laughs> bloody rubbish. I'm a massive fan of James Bond films, just to, just before we can, can carry on the end of this. Before we conclude, massive fan of the James Bond films. I mean, I wasn't a massive fan of the Pierce Brosnan ones, but I mean, like, he I was wasn't. my era. He was my era. I mean, I was born in 1990. Pierce Brosnan came about in 1995. I mean, You were like, born in 1990? Yeah. So I'm 10 years older than you. All right, John. Oh, no, no, sorry. I, just, I thought you were younger than that. No, he's, he's oh, I'm so sorry. No, no. 
I'm an old cunt. No, no, that's fine. Roger Moore was my Bond when I grew up. But I love Roger Moore as well. Yeah, it was yeah. a shame when he died. It's probably the, I think it might be the best one. I mean, yeah, I like I like Roger Moore. My mum, my mum is a massive fan of Roger Moore, the Bond films and stuff. Uh, I think I think I think like Sean Connery's probably the best one, isn't he? Really? Nah, Roger Moore. Roger I mean, I, no, I like Roger Moore. He's a bit more like, tongue in cheek. Yeah, a bit more comedic. But yeah. I, I loved it as a kid. It's Sean Connery, Roger Moore, and Pierce Brosnan. There are three Bonds I think about. No, see, for me, it's like George Lazenby. See, Sean Connery to me. He's only done one film, though, John, so how am I supposed to... Well, I know we're off on a massive, massive tangent here, but as a kid, my grandma loved James Bond. Like, yeah. And she'd make me watch all the Bond films when they're on TV. Why not? Early 80s, this. What a clever girl. So I loved all... Like, if Living Let Die was on, so called Roger Moore loved this. Absolutely brilliant. And to me... Living Roger... Let Die. <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> to me, like, Roger Moore was James Bond. Yeah. But whenever, like, Thunderball came on or something, or, you know, uh, Goldfinger, my grandma would say, like... Oh, Coldfinger. Coldfinger. Yeah. My grandma would say, oh, another Bond film, John, you know, let's watch it. Yeah. And then I'd see Sean Connery and be like, who the fuck's this? <laughs> it's not Roger Moore. <laughs> you know, no, I was, no, I was genuinely like... This it's is difficult not... when you're a child to understand. I was like, this is yeah, not yeah, James yeah. Bond. No, 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 there's two my guys called James... Like... Basically, all you need to know is there's two guys called James Bond, one's called well, Roger three. Moore. George Lazenby as well. Well, you can get four. You only need well, one film. But it's the best. It's the best Bond film, though. Apparently, it is. Yeah, I've only that's that's the one of the Bond films I've seen the least. I've probably seen it the most. I generally watch On Her Majesty's Secret Service all the time. Like it's really good. You probably watch On Her Majesty's Secret Cervix. <laughs> yeah, different film. Yeah, yeah, very good though. But yeah, I think we're all we're all done, guys. <laughs> right. So one last thing to say to you both. Merry Christmas. Merry yeah, Christmas. Uh, yeah. Merry Christmas 2019. Let's make sure we get it in the microphone. Hey. Yeah, the can't yeah. It won't work this. What a l- magical... Hey. Oh, bloody hell. What a magical Christmas I hope you all have. Yeah, Merry me- Christmas, guys. All the best. Merry Christmas, guys. Christmas. This has been a class night. Thank you, you very much. Oh, you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy yeah. New Year. Same and in the future, too. we'll talk about the films that... Some of the films we've talked about earlier, but... Some films you don't even know about yet. And so. we'll all probably forget we've ever talked about them. Yeah, we, we <laughs> we'll almost, talk about them again. <laughs> we almost definitely will. So if we do happen to actually speak about films that we've already spoken about in the past, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> or email in and let us know <laughs> what no, they said. But cheers, guys. You know, maybe, again, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's been a great year. Happy all, New all, Year and all that. You know yeah, it's been a great year, actually. We've been on a year of podcasting, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. it's We've been all... a class two podcast this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But all the best for 20, 2020. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have a good one. It's a rock. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thank Bye. you. Merry Christmas. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed the show. You can email with any feedback or complaints at don'tspoiltheending at gmail.com or you can tweet us at DSTE Podcast. Thanks for watching. <laughs>